Okay, <laughs> let's get this boat show on the road. Poop show? Boat show. It's a no. boat show. Okay, when last we convened, we were discussing the DC animated films. Welcome to the Futile Podcast tonight. We've got... Tyler. Tyson. And Ian. And the dogs. On. And t- nice. <laughs> and tonight, uh, we're going to talk about... Uh, I think we'll do a real quick recap on... Uh, can we call it the Snyderverse at this point? Yeah. I think given, well, given not, box office... It's off, not all going to be Snyder. He's only doing the Justice League. Right, but I still think we should call it the, the Snyderverse. I'm going to call it the Snyderverse. Oh, okay. You guys can call it whatever you want. Um, uh, so maybe just a quick recap on uh, Man of Steel. When, for, when last we met, we uh, are, are, were into the DC live actions. Mm-hmm. You know, we went a long time with nothing. Nothing live action. A lot of quality oh, good uh, stuff. animated stuff. Oh, yeah. And then uh, Singer came back and tried to kind of harken back to the old Superman with Superman Returns. He used the John... Huge mistake. John Williams music and the same kind of like uh, 80s fonts, which I really loved at the time. <laughs> I love that. Nothing for Superman. Yeah, there wasn't a lot to it. Um, well, yeah, and then we still got that Lex Luthor that was like, oh, I'm dating old ladies and swindling them out of their money and doing shady land deals. Exactly. Like the sex Luthor. See yeah. what I'm saying there? Oh, I get gotcha. you. I get you. The sex. The sex Luthor? The sex Luthor. <laughs> sex with old ladies, Luthor. Correct. <laughs> so. Now, they give it a few years, and they're like, we're going to do Superman, we're going to call it Man of Steel, just straight out the gate, we're not going to waste a lot of time. It was a true reboot. It was a true reboot, reimagining. So I made some notes, I got um, oh I got a little tossed, if that's the term kids use. Turned. 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 I got tore up, <laughs> and uh, rewatched uh, Man of Steel when it was on um, a DVR, didn't watch it um, after the fact, so I could fast forward through the commercials, and I made a few notes here. When I rewatched Man of Steel, just 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 stream of consciousness stuff. Yeah. So I'm going to feed this stuff to you guys, and let's see what you guys have to sort of say about it. And uh, we'll just plow through. It's maybe take five ten minutes and sort of cover Man of Steel. It's been covered on previous podcasts. Zach and I talked about sure. it but, first, but but you have to retouch on. Yeah, it. and we'll yeah. contextualize the Snyderverse in its inception. Some may say that though Christopher Nolan is an executive producer here, I'm pretty sure this is just a payday. I don't know. There's much going on, though. We might get I, in, we might get into that when in, when we talked about Beavis properly. Yeah. Did you say Inception as a joke? It's Inception. I, every time I do is a oh, joke, okay. and I'm always completely aware of it. Very good. Very good. Okay. So, Man of Steel. Here we go. Michael Bay. Michael Bay Americana. Okay. Right. I mean, you see in it. You see the Michael Bayisms that are going on in, Snyder, in the Snyderverse. There, there is some of it, certainly, like the shaky cam and big explosions, but. Something that it has that uh, <laughs> that uh, Bay never seems to capture is like any yeah, sort of okay. weight or like okay oh my god <laughs> <laughs> things are just exploding around us um, yeah like there's no in Bayer films it's just like he goes for that over substance but right. I do feel like Man of Steel had a lot of substance as well okay so right. So I'm right, yes. Michael Bay Americana. You're right, okay. <laughs> alien bullshit. There's, there's a fair amount of alien bullshit. We've got the uh, the four-winged pterodoc- pterodactyl dragonfly lizard creature yep. that uh, call, comes to uh, to uh, Jarrell's beckoning call two mm-hmm. minutes into the movie. Yeah, it's like uh, the pin, Avatar. The pin-faced, yeah. the pin-faced uh, lady that, uh, that's, that's the mom going, behind you! Mm-hmm. Which always... 
really bothers me. Pin face. Mm. Why pin face? Because that's what it is. It's like they're like, oh, we'll come up with some new technology and it'll be like this. Oh, and it just gotcha. Instead of using like screens, they use. Gotcha. And it looks bad, but it's it does look bad. Novel, but whatever. It's what. And Jarrell somehow managing to literally just beat the living shit out of a general, even though the he's a scientist. General. Yeah, yeah, and even though they've apparently got this like eugenics program and the whole idea of the uh, the codex and all of these things that they just infuse into it so fast mm-hmm. and so quickly. Yeah, that that that's weird. That's <laughs> Russell Crowe. You can't can't have him right. get beat up. Flashback context, I said. I don't know what that means I don't anymore. Know what that but means. That, I think that just in the nature of the way they chose to do the flashbacks, it might okay. have. I feel like they were trying to do the origin story. They were doing quite quite a bit of what Donner did in the original one, but because they you know started with him as the greenhorn on the fishing boat, and then did him as a kid, you know, not being able to deal with the powers, and his mom helping him, and then back and forth. I feel like that it kind of didn't really work. It might have been better just to do. Do it more chronologically, maybe. That's they were my trying opinion. to retell the origin that everybody already knows, right? Without just being like beating us over the head with it. I know? agree, but I do think that there is a a valid counterpoint to the everybody already knows the origin at this point when it's been that far in. If you really think that the last time the origin was done in a movie form mm-hmm. for the popular mass audience, it was before any of us was born. That movie came out before we were born. It's, so it's true, but it, yeah. see, like when like Marvel came out with all their heroes, nobody knew Iron, Iron Man or right. any of these guys. So we had to see an origin story. With Superman, even if you weren't alive when the last Superman movie came out, everybody knows the story. Okay. I wonder how many fourteen year old, fifteen year old, twenty year olds if you stopped them on the street and said what Superman's origin story would really know that? I feel like it, it might be kind of an insular inside baseball thing. Inside, maybe, but I've never heard anyone go, "Where did Superman come from?" He's an a- well, they know he's an alien. They know this and that. Really? But I mean, I think hitting Tom? hitting maybe the character things you get in terms of the development of that of, of that character into Clark Kent mm-hmm. might have been better if they sort of hit those beats in a more chronological way instead of just kind of. Being like, this happened, that happened, this happened, and mm-hmm. th- that means we're done. You know? I'm getting now that Ian really doesn't like things to be out of chronological. <laughs> not always, not always. It can, it can be, it can be a caveat, and it can be a cheap thing. And J.J. Abrams does it all the time. If you've watched Alias and pretty much Bad Mission Impossible Three, mm-hmm. I'm surprised neither of the Star Treks. Well, they were kind, of, they kind of were. But he loves to do the immediate rest thing, which they is did the a little bit of the, like way before, but then jump forward. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The the thing too about Superman's origin is like. And this was sort of a problem with them showing so much of Krypton, is that it's not his origin isn't really where he came from. I mean, like it's an important factor in who he is is that he's an alien, but it's really his parents that shape him into the man that he is, and that's why they play it like the Kevin Costner bit right. so much. But that I feel is where they really messed up because they were like, you see that like they're trying to say, well, you instilled these values. It's like, well. What sort of value is saving a dog from a tornado? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They, they missed the mark on it, and by doing it out of chronological order, and the way they have him die, I mean, I would have been fine if they had hit... I mean, I like the thing with his mother, and with the powers, and with that focusing thing. I think that's mm-hmm. good. I think that becomes important. I agree with you about wasting all the time on Krypton, and that will hit to something in, in a bit. But, I mean, when, when his father dies in the Donner movie... Mm-hmm. It's a much more powerful death because it's just his heart gives out. 
People die. That's reality. Mm-hmm. In the Costner context... So we call it Donner Pass. Exactly. <laughs> That's good. That's good. We'll keep that. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, in, the, in the Costner context of things, it's, it's more clear... I mean, they, they were working with this cynical angle. And I think at one point I really did kind of like that idea of his father being so determined to not have him be outed, as mm-hmm. it were that he was willing to sacrifice himself. But but really, if you do spend any time thinking about it, the whole thing is just its fairly dumb. I mean, as a writer, if you could contrive of a, a scenario to make that better, you could have done something better than that. It's true. Like, I agree with what you're saying. Like, looking back, it seems like maybe he was trying to teach him a lesson. Like, no, this is, this is what real people have to deal with. When real people try to save dogs from tornadoes, they get killed. Yeah. And, Tornado's an act of God. Yeah, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. and you, this is what we deal with. But it, yeah, the situation is contrived and it's stupid in yeah. the long run. It's like it probably a better way to teach this lesson. Yeah, it's off. It's off mark and it's a little ham-fisted, and that that kind of speaks to I think a lot of the Snyderverse stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, listening and focus. I already talked about <clears throat> beard. I just wrote. Yeah, like they got to give him the beard. But then I mean, that was a that was kind of an easy nerd complaint in the movie. It's like, well, that's cool. He's got to be never seen Superman with a beard just like being a kid I mean, in the trailers for almost all of Snyder's movies it's like they they know, know how to sell you on a better movie than what they ultimately are giving you because <laughs> you see yes. it and you're like what if like half of this movie is just Superman on a cr- crab fishing boat with a beard and it's like deadliest catch like that could be different and kind of cool mm-hmm. maybe I'd be on board for something like that and they really did pitch that part but that's like four minutes in the movie well, they also have that scene in the bar where yeah. he has to like keep from beating the guy up, but then he like thrashes his truck. Right. Yeah. So I mean, again, it's more him just like coping with trying to fit into this world and just try and be something that resembles normal. Um, and I think again, it's sort of leading to his development into Superman because it's like he eventually recognizes and accepts that. Okay, I'm not going to be someone normal. I have to be right. this other thing. And again, it like we're saying, it's just it's kind of clumsy. Yeah, it, I think clumsiness is the overriding factor here for a lot of this stuff. The cynical paw was something I liked. The idea that that he's like, you know, well, should I have just let those kids die on the bus thing? I forgot about the bus part. And he's like, I don't know, maybe, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, like that's that is different. That is a different take uh, than. Uh, than the sort of Glenn Ford version, who was a little more salt of the earth. And that's interesting, too, because jumping into Batman vs. Superman just a little bit, when he sees his dad piling rocks, for whatever reason, he talks about, like, oh, we saved the farm, but we flooded this other farm. So it's kind of like saying, like, yeah, you can do these things, and you might be a hero in the moment, but they have consequences. Consequences, yeah. Or like in that movie with Jim Curry, where he got god powers, and Mm -hmm. then he made a full moon, but then it killed a bunch of people in South America so mm-hmm. he felt bad about it for like maybe all of a minute yeah. <laughs> Heaven Almighty Zero they call that movie <laughs> Heaven Almighty Zero that's good um, overwrought score does anyone know how to make a good movie score anymore I mean ever since Dark Knight hit and it did it's Hans Zimmer they just feel like they just need to do that talk to us all the time and it's literally like I know Hans Zimmer's gone the saying he's done doing superhero things, mm-hmm. which is fine. And, and mm-hmm. there's been good elements. There are there are bits of, of of the Man of Steel score that I like and I think work. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
sometimes, especially lately, scores just seem to just feel very uh, like there's not enough confidence in the images and mm -hmm. in the and the context and the mm -hmm. characters for them to just let a quiet moment hit. Everything's got to be so. I think I underscored with, uh, nah. <laughs> I mean, another example being once again, it's unrelated, but you know, they got that one guy that the TV guy that Abrams used in like lost, which always had the under oh, the yeah. overwrought piano music. And every time they needed to make you feel sad about something and they used it in star Trek too. And you're like, ah, it's almost like a laugh track. It's like, Oh, I'm supposed to be sad now. Yeah. Okay, it's exactly it. how it feels. And a good score should I don't know. I, I, I'm on the fence about a good score. It, it shouldn't completely blend, but, I mean, it should elevate, mm -hmm. and it should work with it, and it should get you on board, and uh, I don't know. Maybe sure. I just can't handle the melancholy it. stuff is hard It's hard in music, too. Some DMX. DMX. I need some DMX. Yeah. DMX. That, that would be good. That's all I know is that from, from uh, <clears throat> watching old videos back in the day of sweet Dragon Ball Z videos overdubbed with DMX songs, that's what that movie needed. Yeah. <laughs> So the Costner performance, I thought Costner was good. I thought mm -hmm. he was really good, uh, and um, not really good maybe because he was only in it a little bit. He 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 brought sort of a world weary earnestness to the character. It was it worked as, just a, like, as an update, a modern update of what a farmer might be like now. You know, yeah, it wasn't just like you should always do the right thing and you've got great powers comes great responsibility mm -hmm. sort of stuff. And it's a sequel to Tin Cup, so yes, right. <laughs> I could. We all know I didn't make it through Tin Cup, so I wouldn't know. Oh yeah, well that's how it ended. Is he bought a farm? Oh, I thought started raising an alien child. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, week on the hero's journey and solitude stuff. I mean, that was that wasn't super strong in the Donner version, but there was an at least a, a, a period of time when he was actually dealing with what I guess would be a loneliness for his situation and sure. you never get any of that in what you do see you see him work at a bar you see him work on a crab boat you see him work at this station that he's somehow able to get like which is probably pretty high security but he's able to get pat you know pat a fake fake pass to become joe this is joe joe will take your luggage at the right. alien <laughs> launch launch site <laughs> is. um we talked about the cryptogenics mm -hmm. um yeah just on that hero's journey like I mean, you kind of get, like, the whole, like, he's trying to fit in, find his place in the world. But then the transition from that to being Superman, there's, like, almost nothing. He goes in the ship, he comes out with a suit. And it's like, where did that where did that come right. from? Why did he put it on? And, like, all of a sudden he knows how to fly. And it's kind of like, yeah. okay, there's you're missing a few steps there. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll hit on that again in a bit because there's parts of that I, that I think are okay. And, I mean, to its credit, in the daughter movie, they do the same thing. I don't think... Like, everyone knows the origin, mm -hmm. but, I mean, you know, with the exception of maybe, like, Smallville, which did it in 10 seasons or whatever, no one has really taken the time to, to, to cover that bit of the journey. It's similar with Batman. You know little bits and breadcrumbs of what this person did before they became who they were going to become. But, yeah, the Snyder one, it's, even, it's maybe even more egregious. It's kind of a hand wave thing in the Donner version where it's like, you'll have aged 10 years and learned all these things from space technology and... And, you know, about other planets and worlds and things, which mm -hmm. is kind of cool, but also kind of weird. <laughs> um, so they want, they've got this kind of weird realism, I mean, in the Snyderverse, and it does make the hidden ship a little tough. The fact that now they've just now found this hidden ship. Mm -hmm. So I don't know why, that, that maybe that's a, um, 
Some of Cavill's performance in the first one is a little strange. He, he, I, I guess I noted that he was licking his lips at one point, and that seemed weird. Anyway, <laughs> like I said, I, I, okay. I, I was pretty far. I was pretty far gone at one point. At this point, um, uh, the, the Krypton, Krypton as imperialists, you know, and it's that excessive exposition. You get Zod going over like we had many outposts, and then you're seeing what they did and all that other stuff. It just seems kind of like, who cares? I mean. I don't know, maybe they're already starting to set up the intergalactic stuff of the DC storyline in, in mm. this movie. It's uh, entirely possible. I'm going to mention my theory on that stuff later. But <laughs> well, we'll get to that yeah. for sure. Real quick, who's, who's the guy who played Zod? Uh, Michael Shannon. Oh, yeah. man. I can't take him seriously after Premium really? Rush. After what? Premium Rush. Oh, right. Okay. It's yeah. just ruined it for me. <laughs> well, he, he plays various roles of kind of... Usually, sort of a villainous character. He's, he's in this new one that looks kind of interesting, uh, but I, I haven't seen much about, heard much about it called Midnight Special. It might be kind of cheesy, but it looks kind of like. I heard about it. Star- Is he the dad? Yeah, it looks kind oh. of like Starman meets uh, Close Encounters or something. I don't sure. Know. No, I'm already talking lazy Hollywood speak, duo <laughs> speak. It's, I knew we could get there at some point. Yeah. Um, uh, symbol means hope. That that really pisses. Anytime hope is used, I would also, if I were the chief creative <laughs> officer of something, I would say you can't ever say fight it. <laughs> I swear to God, you don't get to say hope about shit ever. You don't get to so you don't get to have some character go like it means hope, <laughs> or like as long as we have hope, we'll be okay. It's what about like, no hope? Fuck out. No hope. It's like they don't have Means any hope. <laughs> yeah. If someone if someone brings up hope, then someone immediately has to dismiss and disparage them. That would be my, that would that's be my, the, uh, my the hanging a lampshade on it kind of thing. Yeah. Like whenever you bring up something like that, you have to have some snarky character. But like, oh, that's dumb. Yeah, but I wouldn't do it like it's a Whedonverse thing because this would be the Snyderverse. Right? What about abandon all hope, you enter? <laughs> <laughs> Only if it's read by Corey Feldman okay. trying to translate. Got it. Voice, you know, mm-hmm. like pirate slash abandon whatever. all hope. Ye intruders, <laughs> beware. Uh, Okay, so you were just talking about like he doesn't know how to fly. He gets out, out with the suit. I think that one moment is is interesting and is kind of cool because if you let go of everything else, like well, how did he get the suit? How did he shave? What's going on here? Yeah, we know. Yeah, eye blasts. Right, right. Yeah. Bounces, Mirroring, even yeah. though they're not <laughs> lasers, they're heat. Right. So, but it, they cheat that in the animated series. They sure do. And they <laughs> mention it, and they mention it in the commentary, but. So the music is is big and uh, but it's big where it should be, you know. It's like Superman. It's first time you're seeing him as Superman, and so you're like, okay, you know what? This is a mess. But I'm gonna just try to enjoy this little moment here. I actually, I think the movie. If you start the movie from that point and you just accept, like, okay, I know who Superman is. Grew up on a farm and all this stuff. If you start from that point, it's actually not bad. Right. That that, that, <laughs> could, be a, that could be a good cheat off. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. Just start it at, and then it's probably only like an hour and twenty five minutes or something too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oh man, real quick, real quick. What if, what if you start it from that point, watch the movie all the way through, and then the the beginning is some sort of weird little prequel thing that you have, like a little like vignette that comes along with the movie. Now we're talking. Wait, so you watch that after? Yeah, exactly. Up like with it? the like, uh, it's like with the, the, the what, Fast and uh, Furious movies. Yes, exactly. The moment when he walks out, and he's in the outfit, and uh, and the cape's flowing, and uh, and the music's rising, and everything, and he and you don't even know why he knows to even try to do this, mm-hmm. you know, to try to fly. But at first, it starts and he jumps, mm-hmm. and that was sort of the original thing. Superman couldn't fly until they added it in. 
on a radio show, I think. It was just right, like he yeah. leapt buildings with a single bound, really? and so he, he kind of appeared like he could glide. Early, well, yeah, even in that thing, it was like, he's a bird, he's a plane, able to leap buildings in a single bound. It wasn't like they ever said anything about flying. Right, yeah. Although they do say it's a bird, it's a plane. Yeah, they do do that. Which is kind of contradictory. Yeah. But the early comic book Superman, they just gave him powers as they needed him. Right, so exactly. Yeah, a whole, like, could do basically anything. He could even make, like, a little mini version of himself. Right, yeah. He, he was quite OP, as the kids say. <laughs> yeah. But in this moment, so you've got him jumping, and then jumping, and then jumping, and then at one point he jumps enough and he starts to fly. Mm-hmm. And there's a shot of him, when he's doing that, where, where Cavill just kind of breaks, and he just kind of cracks up about it. <laughs> and that might be my favorite five seconds of all Superman that I've ever seen. So that Man of Steel, not great. I'm going to say it right now. <laughs> it's like a 3.25 out of 5. That's what I rated it on Letterboxd as a rewatch. Okay. But that one moment is great because it feels so genuine. Like, you can almost tell, like, the actor is, like, knows he's playing this character. <laughs> and he's do, about to do this moment. And flight could be so great. And if you could really do it. And then you're also getting the character realizing that. And so to he's me, kind it, of like getting giddy about it. Yeah, but but in like a like that would be the way you should be. That is the most actual Superman thing in the whole movie, which is Superman with a big, joyous sort of, oh my god, I'm Superman! Like so happy that he can do these things and 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 everything. And, and the rest of the movie, of course, is not much of that. It's mostly dour and, mm-hmm. and dark, and it's just not what Superman should be or well, is. But I disagree. Superman is punching. They're all punching. punching. I know, that's what I'm saying. Okay. That's, that's, that is the right. essential... Well, right. This is a problem with the Snyder universe, is that he, so far, it seems like he just wants to fit as much into these movies, like, plot-wise as possible, right. that he sort of neglects the characters. Absolutely. So yeah, yeah, we can hit on if, that. I'll get to the end of this, and then, mm-hmm. yeah, because that's exactly it. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's kind of my primary criticism, I think. So I'll, I'll plot the rest of this... Uh, part of me, like, I, if you were going to frame it a certain way, at one point I was, I, I remember the first time I watched this, I was like, Lois, like the true detective, you know, uh, journalist, figuring this stuff out. It might have almost been more interesting if you do start with Superman. Superman exists, Superman's doing stuff, and then it's her being this investigative reporter. I feel like that would have been a neat way to maybe frame the whole movie. And then mm-hmm. you could have done flashbacks as she talks to people at Smallville like, and things like that. Finds his parents. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or his mom and stuff. So I don't know, that would have been a neat thing. Uh, we were talking about the death and the shaky cam. It's not yeah. organic. It feels weird. I really, I actually really do like the action, though. Because it feels like if you had beings this powerful, right. what a fight would look like between them. And I feel like it, from that point, they nailed it. Because it's just like whenever someone gets punched, like there's destruction sure. and mass on a mass scale. And it's like, okay. like I And I, I was into it wasn't like oh that's hokey or whatever but it's like damn they just destroyed that ihop mm-hmm. yeah it makes batman so mad <laughs> it does so okay i'll just plot the rest of this uh, where's the president i feel like that was always a bit a misstep is that they don't have like they don't jump the severity of this yeah to up to that level oh no right yeah they're having giant buildings being destroyed fights but where's the president where's, uh, the, president. where's the president doesn't really do anything. Yeah, I mean, really, it's right? Sure. But but <laughs> just some general general who who's it knows it. I mean, they could have at least made General Lane, and then they could have had the Lois Lane connection again. But they didn't even do that. That would have been a better idea. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Um, 
the romance with Lois is pretty forced, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, the, Amy Adams is... Uh, okay. Her. I do not care for Amy Adams. I don't mind her. I think that she she's okay, but I mean, they do kind of... It's very tough for any of these actors to really... I mean, they're all, I think they all ultimately do a pretty good job with what they've got, which is, like you said, not character-heavy, very plotting, mm-hmm. very go-go piecemeal skip to this skip to that i don't know man it's just, she always looks like she's going to cry a lot <laughs> always a, a lot of characters do now a lot of characters do but they're like wet their eyes or something but if you're going to present her as this hard-nosed reporter and she is very hard-nosed yeah. and, and yet like every time anything happens uh, yeah she always uh, looks like she's got like an antihistamine issue or something mm-hmm. and, and maybe her, it's a redhead thing her lips just <laughs> quiver just uh, no i will give you that thank mm-hmm. you Continue. Point for you. <laughs> the, uh, the this man is not our enemy part with uh, with angry cop from SVU. <laughs> That's I, right. I like that part. I, I like that moment that they at least did that. Like it, you have to do some of that. You have to like be like like guy doesn't trust him. It's shooting everybody, uh, even if it doesn't ultimately work out. Um, mm-hmm. Still, the Kodak stuff just seemed dumb. I don't know. It was like an extra thing they didn't need because it was like. I need him so I can kill him so I can do right. whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, back to your point. It's so abundantly clear that, like, they're in such a hurry. They're in such a hurry that, sure, Zod and Superman fighting and Metropolis being destroyed is a major thing to have happen. But I don't know if that should have happened in the first Superman movie. Mm-hmm. Um, that that Superman 2 ter- territory. You know, maybe in the first Superman movie you do retread more origin. You do spend more time with character. You do... Make it something a little more personal of a conflict of a disaster, sure. mm-hmm. and because of this, they just—it's just so much, and there's no time to appreciate. There's no time to get into it, so everyone has to just say things very quickly. You know, like it's all your people, and well, you don't understand the, the characters' motivations for what they do. Well, but, we, we, do, we, do, Zod, we, like, do Zod, we do, we do, we do. Get like they—you definitely understand him and his motivation because I feel like if there's one character they actually did a decent job, like sure setting up it was him sure because he's in it from like the very beginning yeah and you see him on his home world what he's trying to do there you see the destruction you see him coming back you see him you see him do a lot and discover a lot and i feel like you always sort of know okay this is what he's trying to do this is his motivation with superman you just see these weird kind of nebulous clips of him like you're saying being a fisherman watching his dad die and you're not really sure like what he what he thinks like like is he just doing this because it's a great lyric to the song being a fisherman <laughs> watching his dad die <laughs> so yeah you don't it doesn't seem like he's got like a real strong motivation to even do anything about the situation but because he is superman it's like everyone right. just expects him to do it yeah and so it, it's it's weird like that, you know? It's like, how much... Because you, you, the argument that you'll put forward about the killing at the end is that he hasn't figured out how to be Superman yet. Mm-hmm. But there is a definite cake-and-eat-it-too quality in his character motivations where, well, he's behaving very Superman-like in some sense, but it doesn't really feel like it. But he, he does when he needs to be, you know? Like, he's sided with humanity, okay? Mm-hmm. Based on what? Exactly. And, and, so it's like, right. if they had a scene somewhere in there where, like, he understands humanity, he figures out why it's important to him. Because, like, it seems like the only thing he really cares about is his parents. Right. And 
finding his place in the world and wondering why he was sent to this planet or whatnot. It's never like he has this true human experience. And in fact, most of his encounters with normal people, I would say, haven't been good because exactly. he has doesn't he have like a bully when he's a kid or something yeah. like that? And then he has <laughs> that hilarious. guy in the bar that like hits him in the head with a can, and it's like it doesn't seem like anyone's ever nice to him. But then. He's like, oh, okay, I'll save everyone. It's like, why? They're right. all jerks to you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, and that, I mean, it would have been, it could have been very interesting to hint at the idea of like, I mean, because when his dad first sends him there, he's like, he'll be a god to them or something. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, what if it really is an imperialist thing? And they could have gotten into that a little bit, and I don't think it would have gotten too bogged down or too political or anything, mm-hmm. where he might have been on the fence. He might have been on Zod's side at some point, you know, for a sure. bit or something, or at least trying to like, oh, understand there's people it. like me, like, why should I do anything? And then somebody like Lois Lane or something would have to convince him that humanity is worth saving. Exactly. And then I feel like we would get more of a sense of like a true Superman and his motivations. But as it is, he's just like, well, of course he saves everyone because that's what Superman does. Right, except he does kill because we need to make him seem harder and because <laughs> he hasn't figured out how to not kill yet or something. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's that lazy. Heroes kill in the Snyderverse. Heroes do kill in the yeah. Snyderverse. Um, for sure. But yeah, I kind of kind of lost my train of thought on that. But yeah, we, we hit on that. So that's Man of Steel. Parts of it are interesting. So now we get into Beavis, Batman versus <laughs> Superman. Awesome. B- BVS. Uh, uh, we're jumping ahead. Uh, we Once again, we've been given a trailer that conveys certain things. And most things. <laughs> yeah, most things, exactly. Uh, we, we hear that Warner is scared. That they don't necessarily know if this was a bill of goods they signed off for. <laughs> I've heard rumors that uh, that they disproportionately favored Batman in the in sort of a last minute re edit, but I don't know how, how much truth there is to that. I feel like Superman gets a little bit, but there is more Batman, and I see why. I mean, the last movie was a Superman movie. Well, this one was supposed to be a Superman movie too, and I mean, in some senses, he's the new character, so they have to right. devote a little more time to that. It was annoying to have to see, like, Batman's origins again, because if there's <laughs> one origin that we know better than Superman, it's Batman's, and they give it to us twice, and it's just like, yeah, okay. Two and a half times, it, get, it, yeah. get, it gets a little tricky. Mm-hmm. And um, then they put in some, like, really clunky imagery the bats. of him being lifted up by the bats. Yeah, it's that, like, I get that's supposed to be, like, symbolic. Yeah. It was a dream. They were, they were there. Oh, I mean, like there were dreams be, in this movie? That was what he said. It was specifically <laughs> yeah. in, in my dream. It should be symbolic. But it didn't need to be there. Like, no. Yeah. Where you don't need to see him being lifted. He's not like Jesus or something. Right. So. No, you were sitting right next to me. You, I think you heard me say that. Well, what's this bullshit? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking that at the time. <laughs> and then when, they, then when they copied. Everyone who saw that was like, that's, that's weird. That's <laughs> yeah, Why did they leave that? Can, do they, does he have bat powers in this? Like, I don't know. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, dream cop out. Okay, well, mm-hmm. uh, okay, you did that once. Fine, fine. You'll do that once. Okay, they don't do it once. Um, <laughs> but, uh, the, so the scariest thing, or, or the most telling thing of, of their just lack of confidence in this, uh, I think, was the final trailer, which conveyed probably the most engaging Batman action of the whole movie, mm-hmm. pretty much in full. Yeah, they gave away most of that. So and yeah. so at a certain point in time, watching the movie, if you had seen that trailer, you're like, oh, that's what that's for. 
Mm-hmm. And that's when that's going to happen. And now... Well, I was actually surprised that it happened so late in the movie. Like, I was expecting it to be somewhere like... Yeah. More... It was that scene in the beginning where there's the cops in the building. Right, Dark Knight like, Returns stuff. If they're, right. bar- if they're aping Dark Knight Returns, then that would be in the early part. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it ends up being at the end, and they're just like, oh, well, that's weird. No. Yeah. And there were other scenes where... You know, he breaks into some place, like when he steals the kryptonite, and you're like, you're looking around, and you're like, oh, clearly a lot of action took place here. Why are we just seeing the end, like, yeah. the after results? You right. Know? Yeah, because they because it's so plotting, they have to keep going. They even mm-hmm. had to sacrifice action in a, in a Snyderverse storyline. Right. Can you it's just it? like, no, I, I would be interested to go back and, like, time each scene because i feel like it just went from thing to thing to thing because they were like all right we gotta get all this in like you say your line then we'll go to the next thing you know yeah. just like, there were there was a few moments i mean i've got my notes here i, I decided to just make a few notes that were uh things i liked because mm-hmm. it would be easier yeah. just note two or three things i thought were good but mm-hmm. yeah that that betrays the guy once again so, so with the trailer you're wondering you're seeing elements of dark knight returns and you're knowing, okay, Dark Knight Returns is framed is is a pretty good frame up for a Batman versus Superman conflict. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you yeah. know what it's gonna be that it's gonna be the idea. The trailer conveys that okay, it's not gonna be Reagan calls in Superman and says you got to take this guy out because he's an <laughs> embarrassment it to probably us. Probably would have been better. Might have been, but yeah. it wouldn't have fit in the current Snyderverse where contextualized well, by Man of Steel. Okay, I sort of disagree with that because at the end of Man of Steel, it seems like. He's got some sort of working relationship with the government. And then he takes their drone out of the sky. Right. And they're like, hey, not cool with that. We're like, oh, stop playing drones around my home or whatever. Yeah, we still and, don't know where Superman's fortress is or if he has it. He doesn't. Right. Have it. He but that he, ship and that ship's gone. But he knows that they the know him. So they, and they bring him in for that hearing at the right, Senate. at the end. So it's not like they're not unfamiliar with him. So I could definitely see them having like an issue with Batman. And this is sort of where... I kind of question making him older because he's been, presumably he's been being Batman for like 15 or 20 years. They say 20 years twice. Right. And they're just now, like just now Clark's like, well, what about this Batman guy? He's like, he's been doing this for 20 years. You're just now like paying right. attention to this. And the cops are on the side. And the cops are on the so side. Really and it's just like, that he's okay. Except for those two cops. There's only two cops we ever see in Gotham City. Well, no, because one of them said, don't shoot the good guys. Well, because he was shooting at the cops. I thought he was too. talking about that. You, you don't really know. I, don't know. I think he was talking about Batman. He might have the been. guy, the guy at the shotgun, looked like he was a young. Yeah, he was. Oh, holy shit! From, he's real or something like from that. From the Dark Knight Returns mm-hmm. again. They, they right. cherry pick stuff from the Dark Knight Returns and recontextualize it to fit the Snyderverse. Mm-hmm. And but, it does. Like you said, it doesn't quite work in some cases. So if it was a younger Batman. It would sort of justify some more of his, like, brutalism, I feel like, in some way, because, you know, he, just like I was saying for Man of Steel, where he's, like, he's not used to doing this, we have this, like, new vigilante who is beating the crap out of criminals and, like, doing things that are of questionable nature, and, you know, they can't have this, no one can stop him, and if the government, who knows Superman, is like, hey, could you help us out here, and, like, put a stop to this guy and then he goes and he has that scene where it's like the bat is dead bury it i don't want to see this anymore and that's kind of like in the dark knight returns when superman visits bruce and it's like you know they're gonna ask me to haul you in kind of thing and it's like bring it yeah <laughs> yeah it, it's it, 
they, they took the things... They, they, once again, it's just about visual moments, I think. Mm-hmm. And some of them are interesting and some of them are good. <coughs> but it just... It, just, it conveys that, 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 that Warner's and, and, and DC is just so in conf- not confident in, in, in their material to, to take the time to do it right. They're like... Mm-hmm. Okay, we need to get to Avengers, and yeah. we need to get. Uh, okay, what do we do? Uh, well, let's maybe, what if Batman and Superman fight, and then mm-hmm. you know people be like, "Who's gonna win?" Okay, we've got that, you know. Mm-hmm. And then we'll well, just, yeah, like, they definitely there is a sense of them playing catch up, and it like it didn't need a lot of the extra stuff. Like when you in the beginning, when you see Bruce driving around Metropolis as it's being torn down. You see right there when he's with that child, he's like, you see the, like, sort of the hatred for Superman. And then in that moment, you're like, okay, I get get it. I see why he really doesn't like Superman. But then they sort of dilute that and add this sort of other flimsy stuff for him to fight. And it's like, oh, you had something. And then you kind of watered that down, came up with another reason, and just end up being really flimsy. Um... And that's why if they had stuck to the source material more rather than trying to mix it with some other stuff um, and adding in as much action as possible, I think they could have done something really good. I don't know. I I, I think so it's 18 months later Mm -hmm. after Man of Steel. Superman's been being Superman apparently. Uh, We don't know what that means though. Mm Mm-hmm. Getting touched He's by shitting a lot of out fires in Mexico. Yeah, he puts, out, puts out fires and is deemed as a deity. They've built a statue for him, so I guess Metropolis is cool. They have an understanding. Yeah. Oh, that statue is fascist as shit, yeah, it too. Is. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's scary. Um, uh, there's government ca- a government council or whatever trying to understand what to do about or with Superman, and it's, it's all fairly... Um, I, don't know, I guess fairly liberal. I mean, the main woman, Holly Hunter's character, the senator, seems almost like she's kind of got like, well, we can't tell this guy what to do. Not like because we can't, but because like we shouldn't or something. Again, her motivations and her mentality are very strange because they need to put her in conflict with Luther. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess they decide to do that rather than have them, you know, collude, which right. might have made more sense. And then they could have used the government to push Superman to fight. That could have, and that could have been, um, like you said, it could have gone more towards the source material in that mm-hmm. respect. It yeah, been more cynical. If you put Superman more on the government side, and he's like, "Hey, I want to work with you," you know, and then yeah, it helps put Batman more in conflict because obviously he's operating very much outside the law. Right. It's I, not like he even shows up in daylight in the public like Superman <laughs> does, and he does these questionable things. He like uses uh, uses hot, his hot rubber stamp that yeah. he's got made, which is dumb. <laughs> they show that they show that at the end of the movie that it's actually what that is. Mm-hmm. And like when I saw in the trailer, I was like, "Wow, he, maybe he, he like somehow heats up like a batarang and just like puts yeah, it that, on him." Like that would have been cool, right? Like he, he just, just uses takes a while, just like heating this up. <laughs> no, I mean whatever, whatever. Like you could just write that off. But then mm-hmm. when they actually show, oh no, he's just got like a hot rubber stamp and uses all right. Like, he just does it enough that he, he built one just for that. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Which is stupid. Real quick. That, okay, that scene is stupid for a lot of reasons. Well, that end scene? Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. Okay, all right. I'll, I'll let it go for now. <laughs> we'll get there. Obviously, spoilers, so we'll, we'll start cutting into the, the thick and meaty plot mm-hmm. of this. Uh, just one note, too. Like, <laughs> the, just 
on the trailers again. The last trailer, I feel like, was a direct response to the trailer before it, where everyone's like, well, they just gave everything away. Yeah. And they're like, oh, shit, we need to give them a reason to still see this. Here's Batman being Batman. Right. And so, like, oh, okay, well, that looks pretty cool. Well, maybe there is something to this. That was the cum shot of the movie, and they just decided to give that to you in the last trailer. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, yeah, it was gross. I was offended. Because <laughs> I think about the point in time when you realize how the whole thing's gonna gonna resolve itself mm-hmm. you're like oh okay that, that's when that part's gonna happen and you're like okay that, well that that would be cool to just see not knowing that's gonna happen or not knowing what that's gonna be but right. once you know it you're sort of waiting for it to happen once you know something let's say when you rewatch a movie it seems to go by quicker because you kind of are waiting for the things to happen and sometimes you see stuff you hadn't seen before but not in a case like this you're mm-hmm. just waiting for the thing that happened in the trailer that was one whole scene that they showed and then while you're doing that you're like you know what they weren't very confident in their product because they basically took like see the best scene and just threw that threw that out there at mm-hmm. you like that's like well, that'll make everybody go see it and that's all we care about is everybody goes and sees it and that's fine it's moot whatever mm-hmm. uh, this is the kind of movie making we're getting now this is the Snyderverse stuff the critic proof as they say uh, yeah. well, on the other hand though like thing. again not everything in this is going to be Snyder and like I still think uh, Suicide Squad looks like it's gonna be awesome. We'll see. Oh, I mean, we'll definitely see because now it's tainted a bit by ba- Batman vs Superman. But like, I don't feel like they've given away the plot, and I don't feel like my excitement for it has been sort of like a, I don't know, lessened because of what I've seen through the trailers. And I'm, if anything, I'm more hyped up for it. Like, this looks awesome. There's so many scenes in that, you're like, what is that? Like, that looks really cool. I want to see it developed more. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I'm interested because of David Ayer. Um, I don't know any... As another case of, like, with most of the Marvel stuff, where I didn't really know anything about it, so I don't have any sort of... I don't have the baggage I bring into it, like I do to a Superman or a Batman, especially, mm-hmm. story. You know, you got Harley Quinn, who's been completely changed to a degree from what she used to be or what right. the original Dini creation but it's kind of still the same thing and then you've got a bunch of like three guys that all look the same they look like <laughs> poor man's thug versions of the thing mm-hmm. uh, so I, three things Harley Quinn uh, uh, Deathstroke there aren't three things are there? there there are three things there's only one thing there's only I think there's Killer one Croc. and a half or two who's Killer the other Croc? one? Yeah, yeah, one is Killer Croc yeah. and one is like Captain a rock Boomerang guy. looks really funny in that he's the one with like drinking the beers and like swearing and just like unhinged yeah that might be good Rick Flagg is going to be awesome but uh, who is that's it. so I think it will actually be, be pretty cool there are some characters like I'm not familiar with like Diablo and to a extent Rick Flagg but like Who's the other thing? Who are the other things? I'm, I want to know the other I things. I think there's just two that look exactly the same. Just They're just big, hulking g- things. Generic Hulk, like monstery guys. Yeah. Those Killer Croc is the only really. That's the only one I can think of. Yeah. Maybe yeah. maybe they just showed Killer Croc in two angles. Maybe I maybe <laughs> I think all Killer Crocs look the same. Oh, Whoa. I'm sorry. Whoa. Whoa. Sorry. <laughs> it's pretty racist. Well, I mean, you know, I'm facing it right now, honestly, here on the <laughs> podcast. Uh, so anyway, Suicide Squad is neither here nor there. I want to talk about Suicide Squad really quick. Okay. Why? Oh, the Harley Quinn. She, they. I don't. I hope those aren't her, all her lines in the movie. I hope those lines aren't all like that because they all are stupid. Those are all stupid lines, and she's mm-hmm. a really cool character. Oh, yeah. it seems like they're kind of true to the character. Yeah. Like, it seems like a true kind character. of like silly things. Sure, but I don't know. It seems like they're meant to be. Like it's one of those ones where it's like it's meant. It's a joke that someone tells 
that's like a half second after it should have been told and it kind of falls flat because the moment has already passed. That's what I feel like when she's just like, oh, that's not what the crazy voices are saying. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It pisses me it, off. It's a tr- playing crazy is always difficult. Uh, Heath Ledger did it really well as the original Joker. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about Jared Leto playing Robin as the Joker, which I, I think going to be, think it's gonna be nah, I think nah, I think nah, very nah. clearly it's, <laughs> it's probably going to be that. Uh, I'd be really surprised. But we'll see. Um, <laughs> uh, Harley Quinn is an interesting character. And in the animated series, you get some... I don't know that you ever really get a lot of depth to her, but she yeah, stays she's funny. A, she stays quippy. She's, she's very vindictive in the animated series, she's and I like that. She's smarter than... Than you think, because you know she's Doctor Quinzel or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but she, to her, you know, everything else, she works in small doses. I mean, uh, twenty minutes like... of twenty minutes of Harley Quinn heavy is about as much as you can take. So, in the context of a movie, it will be weird to see how they they play that character. I don't know. I just she was it a big part me. of the Suicide Squad in the comics. Yeah, yeah I've never read it. She's so. a recurring character in the squad, isn't she? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's a cool character. But it's just, I don't know. Just that that joke, that uh, right. one line especially seems really stupid. And then they have her bending over, like gratuitous bending over scene, which is just <laughs> it just makes me mad. Yeah, right. They're over sexualizing Harley Quinn. She's well, a yeah. pretty sexualized. <laughs> Touche. Now, now. Well, yes. no, she is. She is pretty sexualized in the comics. Yeah, and now. even in the animated movie where they had a Suicide Squad animated movie. Oh wow, I didn't know about that. It's actually really good. All right, huh? Come and on, watch she right now. in that one she bangs one of the other. Uh, Squad members. Oh, they get so dark with it. They have banging, and probably they say mm-hmm. dark with a few s bombs. Did they drop some s bombs? <laughs> Is it one of those anime ones that drop like the <coughs> Japanese or Korean drop ones? I think so. Yeah. That makes sense. They, yeah, I was always love banging. The Batman's really cool in that because he just kind of like shows up out of the shadow, and just takes out rooms of guys and like disappears, kind of thing. Which is probably what they're going to have him do in the Suicide Squad. Do you think he's in the Suicide Squad? He's in the Suicide Squad. He, oh. He's hanging on top of a car in the trailer. in the Joker's car. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, in the Robin Joker. <laughs> the Robin Joker, right? It's the Robin Joker. Which one specifically? What's well, Dick Grayson? You think so? Yes, because this is all. Okay. This is the all-star Frank Miller Batman verse that we've we've now jumped off into <laughs> in the Snyderverse. It is okay. I mean, if you look, you can see in the uh, in the old because um, there's no police in Gotham anymore in Beavis. Uh, there's those two cops. Right. So the, the light still works, but when Batman and Superman start fighting and they go through. Um, like, you know, four stories, it's all decimated. And it, there's Joe Kerr written on a column. Yeah, and it, so basically a, they established and a question mark. Yeah, and, they basically yeah. established that the Heath Leather, Ledger Joker. Heath Leather. Heath, Heath Leather. That That'd would be a really, really good product. He should have changed yeah, his name. That, yeah. um, that he escaped at some point and was too much for Little Robin, <laughs> played by JGL. And Bale had to come back. In the form of Ben Affleck after some after some surgery, it's a much better looking and uh, he beefed up and uh, and him and Michael Caine got surgery to look like Jeremy Irons, <laughs> and then he just regulated on it all and dialed it all in. But Gotham was decimated after no, that. If there is any version that they're continuing from, it's the Burton Batman. I, I think it's possible that because yes, it's, it's like Clooney, it's Clooney. twenty years after the last Burton Batman, mm-hmm. he's still killing people. There wasn't a Robin in that one, but there has been since. Yeah. The Joker, that Joker died, so that necessitates the need for a new Joker. Right. Now, they they could play with all of it. I'm I'm obviously being (laughs) facetious. Back to Batman vs. Superman. Right. Sorry. That was my bad. (laughs) Call it whatever you want. 
No, 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 no. Give me a dollar every time you call it. No, no, I'm I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm just trademark. I I derailed us real bad that time Uh with Suicide Squad. Yeah, Suicide Squad. No, that's fine. I think I brought it up. Yeah, but but we were leaving it. I'm doing it again. Sorry, continue. (laughs) So the pearls when the gun gets fired off. Right, that was cool. Uh, I liked that. Yeah, it was kind of a a new take on the pearls. I guess. Yeah, because she jumps forward. Right. First off, I think I made that. I might have made that note as another negative. I didn't make too many negatives. I'll, I'll consult my notes if I need to. <laughs> um, so his parents were dumb. Yeah, they just lunged at the guy with a gun. Both of them. Oh, yeah. No, the dad. The dad's like trying to like defend. Yeah, but he doesn't family. like like stop his. Okay. He actually goes after the guy. I he actually goes forward sure, rather sure. Than, than like just stepping, moving his family back. Mm-hmm. So, I think he was like, wasn't he? I thought it looked like he was kind of like pushing her out of the way at the same. Yeah, but like then he was like getting in a stance, like he was going to do. That's you how know, you do it. Queensbury rules yeah. or something yeah. to take this guy out. So you take a gun out, man. Right. You defend and attack at the same time. Right. So mm-hmm. that was dumb. Uh, I don't really have a problem with the the origin scene it was kind of like i just sat through it because yeah. i know how it goes like sure like get shot and then the other gets shot it's like in Dajarling darjeeling limited or even in dark knight mm-hmm. when they released the first 10 minutes of the movie and everyone's seen it as like a extended trailer or whatever right. and then you're just waiting for that to be over except in the dark knight that's such an engaging heist that that's and actually it is in the beginning like, yeah the very first thing you see so it's like okay, right get okay, over cool. with. Yeah. not the and penultimate it, action it was yeah, so not the amazing <laughs> that it was just like Oh my god, that was... I would watch that like ten times. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, and it contextualizes a lot. Mm -hmm. Oh, for better times. Um, (laughs) Understated. Continue. Yes. Okay, so you get the origin, blah, blah, blah. You get the context context for Batman being angry at Superman. Mm -hmm. You get that Superman is still kind of feeling out his boundaries. He goes into a foreign country Mm. uh, and to protect Lois... You get the Luther is sort of oh, real quick on the Zuckerberg, part. I guess. Uh, yeah, he's, he's very Zuckerberg. We playing about that basketball yeah. and yeah. being hip, which I don't have a huge problem with. The dad so, stuff is good though. I like real, the Luther dad. I'm stuff. talking about his dad. Yeah, and the East Germany thing and the idea of monsters and stuff. And that he was also like probably a child monster or something oh, like well, that. Well, of course you got to throw all that crap in. You know, yeah. he was definitely abusive. Yeah, it was definitely abusive. Real quick on the the foreign stuff, I've heard a lot of people like complain because they think Superman took out the terrorist that is holding those lane like hostage right it seems like superman just kills him like By pushing that. him through a brick wall that's not yeah. what happens when you get pushed through a brick wall it could have been that he actually takes the force of the brick wall and is just dragging that guy it could be him. i mean we don't really know his legs are deflated from the <laughs> <laughs> explosive decompression yeah you can obviously assume that he kills that guy, but it never seems like anyone ever says anything about that. They're all just like, oh, well, he intervened, and because of that, the terrorists shot a whole bunch of people. I guess that was what they're saying. I almost was confused there, too, because yeah. it was like, wait, did they think he killed all those people? We, it doesn't seem like... He just showed up a Superman with a couple guns and yeah. was just like, bang, no, it was, bang, It was because all the CIA people that were there and using Lois as a shield were killed... Right. And they think it was because he intervened. It's possible, yeah. That's what I took away from it, but it does seem like he just annihilates that one terrorist through the brick walls and it was like and that's it. He just like goes away. And then he's it. gone, then he's gotta go buy baguettes and stuff mm, to make dinner. Yeah. That's it's important. Like, what Yeah, well, the what about... time frame is so screwed up in that movie. Well it in that part at least. Yeah. <laughs> oh plus. Because they're giving like the woman is giving like talking right. before the US 
not before the UN or anything, about like what right. happened at, at that location. And then Amy Adams just get Lois just gets back, and then he walks in, and she's like, "I've just gotten back from this thing," right. and they're already doing a hearing on it. And <laughs> yeah, all of it is just not. It's just. They've already brought all these clumsy and witnesses yeah. from yeah. Africa. Yeah. Okay, I'm but sorry. Yeah. I and uh, Superman didn't like stick around to do anything else. He's just like, oh, take care of this one guy because he's threatening my girlfriend. Yeah, but that's a weird relationship. Everyone else here is on their own. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> think how think how bizarre that must be. Where to keep cover? Lois has to take obviously coach everywhere as we've seen. She takes mm, coach. Yeah, right. that's yeah. that's the sticking point. She doesn't want to. That's the thing. Yeah, not business. <laughs> Never. Never business. Never business. But then Superman like comes and sees her and then like has to wait for a while, like, Oh, I saved my saved my future wife and now I'll just uh just gonna chill for a while. Yeah. Hopefully she'll find her way out of there over there. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's the thing, it's is weird. That he doesn't Well, for one thing, they keep having him save Lois, which gets old. It's like if she's, you know, this hard nosed reporter and look after herself, she never does it. She's never left to her own devices where she finds her way out of something and doesn't rely on him. Is he enabling her? Was she almost getting killed all the time before? Yeah, that's always been the super... I mean, but, but yeah. we're in a more modern era where mm. she should be a little more actualized as I a know. person, blah, 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 blah. I know, we're sailing she, deep into the Snyderverse. She, yeah. she, Uncharted she, waters. She, always, she almost gets the, the spear mm-hmm. um, back, but then he has to save her for that, too. Right, um, she gets pushed off a building and he saves her from that. Which I'm okay with because that's like a classic, like throwback, like evil. evil well, it Luther works thing. if it's like a one thing that yeah. happens, but if it's like it happens over and over, it's like okay, Lois, he might have better things to be doing with his time than saving you constantly. That's a good point. Yes, and that's and, all you really ever seen. You never even seen him save the cat. Yeah, and right when Armored Flash comes back to warn Batman that, like Lois Lane's a key, she's got to live or whatever. When was that ever, like, a decision? It seemed like Superman saved her. Is there a point where... It's supposed to be in the future. I didn't know that was the Flash. I couldn't figure out who that was. That looked weird and different. From everything I've seen, it seems like the the consensus is that it was the Flash. Right. Has anyone done any facial scans? Yeah. (laughs) Where's Batman when you need him? We get into that, yeah. We've got... So Batman is having nightmares constantly and dream stuff. So anything... Anything that's like, oh, you know what would be cool visual to throw in for the trailer? Mm-hmm. Why don't we have like uh, like desert Batman fighting a bunch of dudes? It's like, okay, cool. People will see that and they'll think, uh, maybe they'll think, holy terror. That's Frank Miller. <laughs> well, let's do that then. Yeah, fuck it. People will be like, oh my God, did they do Batman fighting terrorists? Holy terror style? <laughs> yeah, no, maybe. Because that is the, quote, dream inside the dream premonition of when Dark Side showed up. Mm-hmm. And you got his alien flying monsters. Right. And, and uh, basically, basically, that. we're doing we're doing um, the last few episodes of uh, the animated the series. Animated, oh, Superman so good! When he used the laser eyes to oh, just decimate all the parodies, so good. And he was brainwashed. Uh, Batman wasn't involved in that storyline. That was all. Uh, that was after Dan Turpin died. And no, nah, Batman was involved in the different. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Different, different ones. That one's good. It's all that stuff is good. They could just borrow that stuff. Anyway, they're jumping into it now, and it's just confusing and i mean like that's not i don't even know why you would put something like that in a movie you're trying to appeal to like a mass audience they're setting up yeah exactly this is what the movie felt like almost from the beginning is that this fits into a larger story 
but we have no idea what the larger story. So we see all these like weird odds and ends that we can hope like make more sense at some point. But on their own, it's just like, well, that doesn't make sense. Why did that happen? Right. That doesn't make sense. Who are these people? Why is this going on? And then it won't be until everything is revealed and it makes a complete circle. Yeah. That it's like, okay, all those things make sense now. Yeah. And it it may still be dumb, but at least it has context. It's the same issue with uh, the the new Star Wars movies. It's all all TV franchise writing, cliffhanger, hold off, delay the uh, understanding of what's going on. It's one thing to have like cliffhanger kind of thing. And maybe like one or two things that are like left unexplained for now. Cliffhanger's a good movie. <laughs> Frank. <laughs> but Frank. it was just happening so much that it was like, okay, I just feel like this is an incomplete story until we see everything else. I don't know. I, I think I, we were talking about this earlier. We, Tyson and I were talking about this. That's I feel like Darkseid is just a direct response to them revealing Thanos. Marvel well, well, that's all Kirby stuff. That's all like those are the two big ones of the two separate universes. That's the same absolutely embodiment I mean, of some kind of an overarching. But I mean, they're definitely mm, they are malevolent. They're force. definitely aiming for that same. Well, sure. Yeah. Although, did you see that like little nope. segment that was put out on YouTube that showed some sort of like demon type thing with a few mother boxes, and it shows the police like. Uh, arresting Lex Luthor in that like pool of whatever that was no that was like a clip from the ultimate edition or something I don't know where this clip came from we're talking about ultimate Avengers now no oh it was really weird because there was like this big gray demon thing and it had these three mother boxes and the mother boxes like go and they disappear oh is that uh, and then and then right after that it shows Luthor like he's standing there having just witnessed this and the police show up and arrest him. Is that and Solomon <laughs> No, it's not Solomon Grundy. That wouldn't make any sense. But it explains in some way why he knows that Darkseid is coming. Or thinks that something is coming, yeah. Yeah, when he's in jail and it's like, it's coming, they're coming. Yeah. And he does his little ding, ding, With his ding, ding. R- r- rantings and his ravings. Which is mm-hmm. stupid. Uh, yeah, I mean, L- L- Luther is a strange character. There are bits of it that are interesting. It's clearly Eisenberg riffing on doing his Eisenberg thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was dumb. Which is kind of dumb. I mean, like I said, you've got the three father. If there's anything thematic we can talk about here, really, from a character perspective, you've got the three fathers. You've got Jonathan Kent, you've got Thomas Wayne, and you've got Alexander Luther. One. <laughs> Alexander Luther, born in East Germany, blah blah blah, and that gives some interesting context to the idea of for motivations for Luther. It ends up completely collapsing under just sort of cop out. He's a psychot. He's psychotic. Mm-hmm. Whatever garbage megalomania. Yeah, and and all that. And then you get Batman, like, what did my parents teach me? They taught me dying in a gutter for no reason. <laughs> yeah. blah, blah, blah. It's a good lesson. Yeah, it's a good lesson. <laughs> um. So, so that's kind of there, but that I thought the the thematic thing with parents was that there could be two mothers named Martha. Yeah, <laughs> I, I wrote that down. I, I actually found that kind of effective. 
a little bit funny and clever because like that's the joke is that back in the other guys are writing comic books and like we need to give the old lady a name we'll <laughs> call her Martha we need to give the mom a name Martha it's like Batman actually man have they ever played on that joke before exactly actually I thought like that's kind of clever because no one's ever brought that up yeah like, hey you ever notice you guys have the same your moms have the same name it's like they don't oh, talk about it. And, it. and it kind of does work in the context that mm. they frame it in where he's about to kill Superman and Superman says, I mean, it's hokey. Well, how many Marthas do you need? Yeah, yeah. and it like, <laughs> it like snaps him out of it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Maybe almost for a split second brings him to that nightmarish moment, you know? Well, yeah, if he is like reliving that all the time, I mean, yeah. he hears Martha and she's like, what? Okay, so here's how I interpreted that. We talked about this again, Tyson, but, mm-hmm. but uh, <clears throat> I interpreted it as earlier in the dream vision in a, wait, dream, vision... No, yeah, it was a vision within a dream within a dream. The first, you mean the premonition? Yeah, the premonition. premonition. The dreamonition. Where is it? Do you got the rock? Yeah, exactly. And just the two green bulbs. <clears throat> and Superman says, she was everything, or she was my world. Right. I interpreted that as the moment when he's about to stab him as, my mother was my world. No. You that... took my mother from me. That's how I, I know it, it's supposed to be Lois, mm. but that's how I interpreted it, because Batman is not... Batman is not someone who just goes, well, you know, now that we have the same mother's name, you know, now I'm not going to kill you. I interpreted that as, well, okay, this is my mistake. This is the mistake that I made that ha- made this happen. It would make me more sense, because then you would recall that and say, like, oh, crap, I'm not supposed to kill him. But because Flash shows up and says Lois is the key... Does he say Lois is the key? He does. Oh, There's shit. enough conveyance in that, and also that's all horseshit to set up stuff that hasn't happened yet. That's of course, all it is. horseshit to set. Up. So the only the reason the Martha thing really hits is because it hits I, the core of Batman's ethos or whatever. Mm, I still identity. disagree. Yeah. I still think it, so you could still get away with it though. You could still, Lois could still be the key and not be dead, not be the that's, reason that triggered it. It's possible, right? But I think I think it has to be more Batman's decision to not kill him isn't because of some fear based on some premonition dream. With I don't some think it's guy fear. I think it's cold logic. Well, no. If that were the case, if he were re- like remembering that, they would have had like a little flashback to Flash saying, "It's the key." Yeah, doing the, the, the voice and stuff. Yeah, look to the stars, Bowen, or something. <laughs> yeah, I, don't know. I don't know why. Yeah, they would history have... will prove me right. Because, I mean, if they have so little confidence in our ability to remember things, they would not Which have Which they absolutely us, do. Yeah, they would not have showed us that almost entire clip of Martha dying again. It was like, yes, we know. That was Martha like the, Wayne. I really like the gun thing, though. And the gun broke the pearls. <laughs> right. It's a good touch. Yeah. I don't care what you guys say. So, uh, if that was if we all why agreed, there wouldn't stopped, be any interesting podcast. And they, because they show that... That's clearly all he's thinking about. It's like, my mom. And I can't kill people when I think about my mom. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's sort of an, an element to it. It's like, I became Batman for justice. And the brutality and everything else. I mean, what the stuff that Alfred says earlier on, which seems a little out of context, but then it's just like, okay, I guess this is just a <laughs> British guy saying a speech. Fine, whatever. No, mm. Alfred's always... Yeah, a little bit like cutting. that. Cutting. Yeah. Mm. And... Uh, I don't know. So, so that kind of that kind of worked. Like I could see, okay, this there has to be a moment when this conflict is resolved, not necessarily even resolved, but it stops. It it, it turns over. It changes. Mm-hmm. And it, he, I, I thought that part was effective. It, mm-hmm. it couldn't end with Batman being humiliated. Period. It couldn't end like that. There's no way. Well, th- well, that doesn't do much for either of them. Mm-hmm. Well, what I think should have happened. Is they should have dropped the whole Doomsday thing because that was just like, yeah. Who's a character that they don't need? To, it's not a tack-on character. Like, oh well, they fought. Now they team up to fight Doomsday, 
And what was Luther's plan if they didn't beat Doomsday? He's like, well, this creature's just rampaging across the world now. And he didn't seem to have any control over it, really, yeah. anything, did he? He put his blood in it. Everyone saw but, it, where he no, cut he his hand like punch. they always cut their fucking hands. They, he goes to punch Luther. Yeah. And Superman saves him by, like, stopping his fist. Right. So it was like, clearly, he, this Doomsday's not above killing his maker. So... Well, I mean, I think Doomsday originally killed his maker. Wasn't that the whole point of Doomsday? No, he just Is that of... retconned? I don't know. No, when Doomsday shows up, he's just kind of so like much. floating through space, and then he crashes, and then just starts trying to kill us. It, once he, it's just another thing they had to throw in there to be like, oh my god, Doomsday's in it too. Uh, right. Oh my god, he wears a metal suit and because fights you, Batman. Because you had to kill Superman. Superman. Right. And Spoilers what, alert. We already spoiled everything. Did we spoil that they he kills him? Okay, they didn't need oh to kill goodness. Superman. No. They didn't. They didn't. They, they had, needed. Yes, they could have. No, they didn't. Yes, they did. They did. Absolutely did not. They did. <laughs> and it's good. It's good. They could have. <laughs> sit back. They could have had more character development, and then a better fight between the two. There was more, maybe like the Dark Knight, where it does go on for longer, and it gets down to like basically them both weak, just like slugging it out. And I like that Batman, you know, is drawing all the power from the city and stuff like that. Because <laughs> that's like a big epic thing to have that just be like this little like, oh well we're beat each other up a little bit and then be friends. It's kind of like I don't know. And if you really had to have Wonder Woman in it, she could be ultimately the one who shows up and like breaks them up and is like, okay, you need to. Maybe cut it I don't know, man. The feminazis might go after you for that. Like, oh, the woman has to make the guys stop fighting. She doesn't get to be part of the fight. Well, no, she ends the fight. Right, but that turns into like one of those, like, well, you don't let them vote, right? Because well, they don't want to get into the dirty part holy of it, shit. you know? <laughs> no, 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 no. Here's the thing. Because it's the dawn of justice, and they need to bring in the other characters, right. whereas the Frank Miller stuff and whatever was not All-Star concerned Batman. with that. Yeah, well, All-Star Batman, they also paint themselves yellow to fight yeah. Green Lantern, so... I right. Mean, <laughs> He's not so, in it yet, so they haven't had a chance to do that. Right. So if they just have her like show up and just basically just stand in between them and right. maybe like convey some things and be like, "Look, you're an asshole, and you need to stop doing this, and you need to get along for this other cause." That would have been a better like mm. way to like end it, where neither one loses, right? And they have like a more meaningful and maybe better and longer fight. Rather than Batman just gassing Superman over and over, and <laughs> I like that. <laughs> and then he gets better a little, but yeah. he gets better really quick. He got better I, way, I, way, and with way. no sun. Right. I liked uh, when he was just like slugging him, and it gets like suddenly he just it's, keeps yeah. absorbing it like more and more, and then then he gets gassed again. It's like okay, you know he has these grenades by now. I'm like you just run right into the second one. Yeah. Now it wasn't the greatest fight. I. I Oh, I, I thought it was and a it, good fight. It's parts the of it that title, were interesting. And it's the title of the movie. It needed to be, like, the big thing. But we all know how... I mean, even in the trailers, they let you know that, like, yeah, they're going to get along. They'll be pals at some point. Pretty. That's quickly. fine, but, like, it's really got to, like... It's got to build up to it better, and it's got to be a better fight. I, I mean, I think if that was the focus, fine. I really hate that stuff in the comics, though. 
Like mm. almost like when all the all the artists left Marvel to go form Image and thought, hey, we're artists that are like popular artists, we could write comics too. Mm-hmm. And so they just aped all their Marvel stuff and mm-hmm. then just told mostly terrible stories. Nine times out of ten, those stories just involved one super team fighting another super team over a misunderstanding sure. for like four issues, and then <laughs> you, they got over it. And so when I see that, I'm like, from a narrative standpoint, I know you're not you're not breaking any new ground, and we're just eventually going to get to it. So you're right. How they gone about executing that? If they had done that in a better way, I might have liked it more. Well, plus, yeah. it kind of solves the whole Superman being God thing. It's like he. This is the first time he's been beaten, or at least like if they had done it the way I would have liked, brought to a standstill by somebody or something on Earth because nothing has done that to him. He gets hit with a nuclear bomb, and he just like has to float around in the sun a little bit, and then he comes right back. Right, that was yeah. the Dark Knight Returns. They did the well. skeletonized Superman yeah. thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. just to do it. Yeah, just to do it. Yeah, that was weird. Because he didn't, didn't absorb get, any flowers. You though. did get POTUS. <laughs> you did get POTUS though, but you didn't see him. So I'm thinking POTUS is actually going to be maybe Granny Goodwin when or whatever. Did, when did we start saying POTUS? When did that happen? I, I, I don't know, but I'm going to do it now because oh. it, it's, it annoys me enough that I'm going to do it back at everybody. Um, so POTUS is on uh, on speakerphone, no visual or anything, and we just get that yeah that great line where he just like may God have mercy on our souls. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> such good Snyderisms in the Snyderverse. <laughs> the nuke goes off. Uh, it doesn't do anything. Of course, to it superpowers Doomsday. It, it charges yeah. him up. I mean, that was a weird thing they added too. Well, it's like I think that's new Superman stuff. They're kind of turning him into like a nuclear like, being. Yeah, he can just, just explode has if energy he needs explosions to. like yeah. that. It's like he was formidable enough just as this being that would just punch the crap out of you. Right, and energy explosions. I mean, cinematically, they can be kind of, cool, but it's more decimation. So like, yeah, and like. If they've learned anything from the first one, where people are like, oh, it was too much decimation. Like, oh, you think that's too much? We have this thing that just explodes. Yeah. <laughs> and he just walks around exploding, taking shit out. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> let's, um, let's talk about the characters real quick. Because, obviously, the plot had a lot of issues. And I think it was... I think we can agree that it was them basically trying to cram too much into right. it. And setting up too much. So a lot of things kind of get... So towards the crappy part of the characters. Uh, I still... I'll admit it. I, I I still watch Arrow and I watch Flash. I think Flash is kind of fun. Kind of a throwback. Oh, I enjoy Flash, so I enjoy yeah. Flash. Arrow has gotten kind of tedious. Oh, they're trying to make him like cheap Batman. Well, he's always been cheap Batman. But it's, just, it's just more tedious <laughs> now. Yeah. Well, they're like giving him... Batman's villains too. Teams, it's like here's yeah. Rosal Ghoul. Yeah. Sure, you can go toe to toe with him. It's like not everybody can go toe to toe with Rosal Ghoul. Some of, that, Arrow. some of that was executed <laughs> in an interesting way. If you accept that it's the Arrowverse or whatever, but when they when they did the intro to all the other leaguers, I'm going to call them leaguers, and it was just terrible because mm-hmm. we can all agree that was terrible. I'm right? a leaguers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's just like in a PowerPoint presentation. Yeah, a PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, look at Jason Momoa's hair in the water. I like, do. It's flowing. And also, uh, somebody took the time to make them all logos. Yeah, so I, I love... Lex made them logos. Lex is a logo maker. I love yeah. false operating systems in movies. I, that there's got to be someone who studies those things because the, oh my. Like they like they can't look too much like Mac or right. Windows, and it's like oh, it's, it kind of looks like that, but oh, it's all <laughs> kind of cartoony. It's like the future. Uh, I was level, and I love guessing what OS system OSs are going to look like in the future to OS system. That almost did an ATM machine. It did look like or a pin of number a, exactly. It did look like kind of a mix between uh, Mac and Windows. 
It's just oh, we're gonna get cyborg. Yeah, the cy- I mean, like, that looks brutal. That, the, it also looks the, the videos yeah. themselves were bad. They were all uh, just like in the first one when you had uh, like uh, the Zod thing. That's your digital guerrilla marketing, right. and those videos were clearly your digital guerrilla marketing. <laughs> they literally yeah. were. They were like, click this link and see. Oh my god! You know? The Aquaman looked like they <laughs> like it was. He was in a extended, swimming pool. You know, yeah, like an extended cut that they had done where they just forgot to cut the first part off of it. So it's just like kind of like. He's just kind of like being there, there for a bit, like, like what's oh, what's going on? Oh, what's this camera doing here? Make sure it gets a really good look at me before I stab it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's it's gonna just yeah. get so much worse. It's gonna all be so bad. <laughs> it it should have. Well, actually, I have hope for the, the individual movies because they'll all be directed by different people. For what it's worth, yeah. I don't know. But there, to have Batman be like instant messaging Wonder Woman and just be like is this you? What's going on? <laughs> it's like you're a detective you should be like figuring this shit out. <laughs> I knew out. that was a boat name way before he did too. Yeah that is a, that's a very good boat it's name. It's a boat name. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry white, the white Portuguese is like we'll need to find out about the white Portuguese. It's like, who is it? It's like you're calling it the white Portuguese like you're it's a fucking boat name I mean, this is the usual suspects kind of shit right here. Well the and this has always been my <laughs> issue with Batman in movies is they never do the detective stuff. They're all like, well, he's just this badass who dresses like a bat and goes in the well, night. they want to do what Tyler wants. They want more punching. More punching. I have no problem with the punching. No detecting. But they punching. need to have more detective stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like, instead of him like being surprised, like, who's this guy sending me messages with red letters? Why didn't I see this? It's like... Picks, lol. <laughs> yeah. It's like, kind of, <laughs> you're supposed to be the world's greatest detective, but we never see you doing any detective work. Not very and there's no leg there work at all. is any like in the bitter work it's again. important and if there is any detective work it's like in the dark night where he has this machine that analyzes bullets and can somehow put them back together and it's like <laughs> oh good thing you have that machine that can do that and find fingerprints they outsourced a lot of the like brainy detective stuff to lucius fox in those movies mm-hmm. Which in a, I was kind of okay with because of the way they contextualized like Batman Begins. It's much more of a like journey for the the like it's all like the the inner existential slash fighting style. You know, it's mm-hmm, it, but like and so I was okay. That's with That's a much more limited Batman. Too. It is a limited Batman. Well, that this one is, one is but like very if not had, limited. If you'd mixed this one, this is like my dream is to see a Batman movie where he's not fighting Doomsday. He's just like fighting street thugs being a detective and then like he can still do this stuff where he goes into a warehouse and beats a whole bunch of people up but like a true like mystery and he like actually has to do detective work and you don't know I'm trying anything. to think of a good a good source material for that I like Prey a lot did you ever read Prey mm-hmm. with you yeah. I don't remember that being a terribly good mystery but that was very good for the psyche and that was like that would be like your second Batman movie if you were mm-hmm. going to do. I thought they were going to do a third one. Court was... of Owls was kind of that. Like, there was a lot of mystery going on. And yeah, supposedly, he's like, you know, I looked into this a long time ago, never found anything. Like, and then there's this, it becomes like a psychological thriller. Like, oh, yeah. do these, does this court exist or is this in his head kind of thing? Yeah. I like, and he's I'm, almost like driving himself crazy. Just I'm going to have to reread that. I'm, I'm plowing through i got issue 50 yesterday and it was in a pl- plastic bag like the death of superman oh really so i'm, I'm sort of pissed because the stupid comic book nerd in me is like like i don't i think i have to go buy another one that i can open and it's like <laughs> fuck off man <laughs> open the damn book and read it but i probably won't read it for another year anyway but That's yeah no great. thinking of a good a good detective story it is always kind of in the background i think well, there and there are good ones like the long halloween 
for instance, yeah, where they spend one. like an entire year trying to figure out who this guy is, and he keeps killing people, and nobody knows, and they bring in almost all the rogues, and they have the crime bosses, and they have Batman being a right. badass, and it's just like, and it's, and you don't know who it is until the end. Yeah, it is a great murder mystery. I think Batman doesn't even find out at the end, does he? It's kind of revealed, and they, it just they, stops. I think Jeff Loeb thing. Right. I, I don't remember if it's as hokey as uh, as Hush. For that. You lent me that one. That was a good one. I really liked it. I I, I like the stories for what they do. They're they're like a Batman A to Z survey course. Mm-hmm. Uh, both Long Halloween for a kind of an earlier Batman and Hush for like a later Batman. You yeah. get you get all your villains. You get everybody does something. It's part of a larger mystery, but mm-hmm. the mystery isn't always that great. Hush, yeah, they definitely tried to cram too much, and then. Spoiler alert, it being a Riddler at the end was kind of like... No more spoiler alert. (laughs) (laughs) Was pretty cool. But the character of Hush was kind of like, I don't know. Because you had to retcon Bruce Wayne in a strange way. Right, plus they... Yeah, introduced this friend. That I hadn't seen for maybe 20 years. And his... (laughs) His motivation motivation was really lame. It's like, okay, so you tried to kill your parents. (laughs) Bruce's father, who's a doctor... Saved one, and you hold this against Bruce Wayne, but not so much that you're going to do anything about it for like twenty years. Yeah, and instead you're going to become this bandaged guy, and like try to go toe to toe with Batman. It's like what? Yeah, yeah, it's very, <laughs> very what? I mean, like it's Jim Lee art, so it's very '90s comic looking. Well, I, I enjoyed very, reading it; like it's yeah. written well, but the story is kind of like yeah the and conclusion then they, they mix in the dead robin and the fight with superman and it's just like wow it's... that fight with superman is a good fight with superman though. Mm-hmm. that shows a smart batman mm-hmm. yeah because he's like running the whole time he's like like can we can't stay here it's also superman is not going full strength because he's he's possessed. like mind controlled yeah. Yeah. usually it's once again it's the mind control mm-hmm. fight it fight it you have to fight it yeah anyway so we're back off the rails on on <laughs> here. that's what we do says what we do um but, so back to character things that's where you wanted to go yeah i actually do think that this is one of the better movie batmans that we've had batsman batsman but there are the killing thing is definitely like an issue it's one thing if like at the end of man of steel it kills one guy right right but and I mean that's not counting all the buildings that collapsed and killed however many people. But when you have this Batman who is just going recklessly through the streets, killing people left and right, like when he's in the Batmobile, mm-hmm. he takes out the one car that's got a couple people in it, they're dead. Not and if they're not, he grappling hooks it, drags it through the streets <laughs> like a wrecking ball. So now they're very dead. Takes out another car with a couple guys in it with that car, so now there's like Another car full of people dead. Yeah, so fast for years. Yeah, he's got machine guns on his car. He's blowing shit up. It's, I mean, I'd actually really like that Batmobile. I never thought that was a really cool scene. But <laughs> this is the amount of destruction and killing that he does. It's kind of like, okay, this is not really the character so much. Ordering I mean, on villain. It's kind of like a Punisher in a bat costume <laughs> to some extent. But like, I, the action is cool. Um, and then to have this like virtually indestructible Batmobile be stopped by Superman was pretty cool too. Um, but so the like I feel like the movies never get this character right for some reason. Because hey, it's hard to translate. It's just tough. you have to. I think by and large you have to contextualize. If you can in a com- form of a comic, you don't have that kineticism necessarily. 
Now, comic book writers and artists will probably hate me for <laughs> saying that, but there's a degree of which that's true. It's sequential art. It's this happens, that happens, that happens. So you don't see the impact necessarily. It doesn't land as intensely. So Batman punches a guy, you know, that could kill him. Mm. In you, in live action, you see that, you know. But Batman knocks a in the Batmobile is driving past a bunch of cars and knocks things in the comics, and it's just like okay, they're just pushed to the side. Things. So I, <clears throat> I think you get to. I, and I'll coin the phrase, the uncanny superhero valley that we're arriving at Oof. now, which is the more stuff you're pulling from these comics and the more you're trying to infuse a realism into it, the more they go at, at, at odds. And you're right. Yeah. Batman using machine guns to take out dudes when he's doing holy terror is is questioning um but then then you're like well but i don't know the context of this in that scenario though i'm more okay with it because it's basically like all-out war it's right, like yeah. well the world's already basically dead so like whatever but when it's back to him in gotham wrecking balling guys i mean that would be one thing but all they have to do is show like the guys scramble out of the car you know, old dark, old uh, animated right. series style. Yeah, just be like, okay, well, they clearly got away. Right, moments go. before it explodes. Yeah. yeah, they just need to do some of that. And there's some things where it's like blatant. Like, in the end, the guy at the grenade, he's like, I got a grenade. And then he kicks the other guy into that guy, and they clearly blow up. Right. I mean, all the guys, he just smashes through walls and into floorboards. They could reasonably still be alive, but like, mm-hmm. life-threatening, like, <laughs> injuries sure. but you know they we don't know for sure they're dead so and you can't really say he killed them except for that guy with the the flamethrower right. which again he uses a gun to take out that guy or the dude he stabbed mm. he stabbed a dude he did stab a dude but we don't know like right in the chest they were, it could have been in the shoulder it looked, it, 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 it looked dead center I, 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 I dead center but I, I I've I don't know I've written it off at this point I, I do not like that but I don't know that it can translate. I feel like they still could, because they're going to have the Flash and he can apparently go back in time and whatnot, they might find a way to like sort of undo everything that's happened so far. I like the idea of movie studios just undoing their past movies with things like that. Like, Axemen. Yeah. <laughs> Axemen, yes. Uh, oh yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. But none of that fits together like in any way. I, <laughs> I think I think it just you have to view it through a different prism, and yeah. if you do that, you can start to accept things. But also, it it just doesn't work any other way. Like I said, if you're gonna frame it in a more realistic sense, character needs to be key. And then I mean, even in the Nolan ones, you know, I'm not I'm not gonna kill you, but I don't have to save you. I mean, mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, Batman would have saved him. Right, and even in that, when he does that, everyone's like, oh, really? Dick move, yeah. Yeah, It's not really Batman. And it can be done. Like, have you watched Daredevil on Netflix? Not season two. It's basically the same idea. This guy is like, no killing. Right. He goes out of his way to not kill people. Like, yeah, he like crushes people left and right. He takes grievous injury, too. Yeah. In order to save people. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's like the Batman from the comics right. does that. Like in because it was because it was Denny O'Neill and Frank Miller. Yeah. Well, like year one, speaking yeah. of it, he like is being hit over the head with like a TV and Bro. still trying to like save a guy. We always go back to that scene. That TV. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. Is like that's quintessential Batman. He like goes out of his way to save people, even if he's like putting himself in harm's way. 
And this Batman apparently can put himself in harm's way. He's getting like shot in the head at point blank. And he's just like, ah, nah, stop it. Ah. Yeah. yeah. So it, he's got less to lose by putting himself in harm's way. Yeah, it's not the cloth bat suit, that's mm. for sure. Yeah. Um, I don't know, I feel like you can explain a lot of that with being old. Like, again, with the Batman Returns Batman, where he seems a lot less caring about how badly he, he hurts does, someone. He goes out of his way to not kill people. He does. Too. There's even a scene where he, like, breaks a gun and it's like, we don't use these. Of course, but he's still... I, I, I remember... I remember when I was a kid, and I, I think we talked about this, Ian, I think about this, I, I was down in Monterey, and I opened up a scene from The Dark Knight Returns, and it was a scene where he, but like, it was this really, like, cartoonish scene, too, where he was punching someone so hard that, like, you could see their whole face shifting over, and I was like, oh, that's really gross looking, but yeah, that's the kind of Batman I think he is, where he doesn't care as much. Well, He's he- much more willing to... Well, that's... Cripple someone. That's him, like, punching guys through the floor and into sure, yeah, the walls, yeah. like... I'm fine with that. It was the scene on the police building where he's just like yeah. annihilating cops. This is old man Batman. Though. Yeah. And he's brutal. And he like the gloves are off, but he's still not killing people. And then all the MMA stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Roll, pulling the tires, hitting with a sledgehammer. Yeah. There's, there's your bit of work. Yeah, well, but that it wasn't was, long. That was weird. <laughs> I, and they frame that in the trailer to make it seem like he's getting back to training after being retired right. because he's brought out of retirement because of what happens at the mm-hmm. end of Man of Steel. But that's that. not what the but case yeah, is. Yeah, he's apparently he's still just, just doing it in Batman. Yeah. He's just older and more savage. Which I, I thought was dumb. They should have made him retired and mm-hmm. have him actually decide to come out of doing and That'd why be was he? Because yeah. that, that, was, that, was, that would have been Falling in line with the Dark Knight Returns, and, mm-hmm. yeah, and it would have explained Superman being like, well, "This guy's back, or what's mm-hmm. going on?" Yeah, uh, yeah. no, what Gordon. He, where was the fuck is Gordon? In what this if he movie? came back just for Superman? That'd be good. That's what he would be, probably. Yeah, like That's that. what they, they make the trailer look like. like that a lot. They make the trailer totally look like that. They show. Wayne, I never watched the trailer, so I didn't they, know. They show Wayne Manor all destroyed and mm-hmm. him walking up to it. They show him dragging a tire. They literally make you think in that tire dragging scene, like. Is he gonna build a Batmobile? Like, is, nah. it that, is he coming out of retirement? Like, he's like he's one dragging tire and, and, <laughs> tire and doing all this like industrial work. He's coming stuff. out of retirement to do some retirement. retirement. Yeah. <laughs> Retread that thing. Um, uh, and then, yeah. If you watch that, one of the, I think it's like the first trailer. It really does convey this sense of like, okay, Batman is returning to and, do this, and that's why he's an older Batman. Yeah. Because it's like, why have an old Batman if he's just going to be Batman? Yeah. And he would be way better at being Batman by then, too. Or mm-hmm. he would be done with it. He's drinking. Yeah. Well, he does that in the Dark Knight Returns. Right, when he had retired. Yeah, when he was retired. Well, they have the good scene of him sitting with Gordon. Yeah. They have that great stuff. There's no Gordon. Gotham City is this weird ghost of a city. Mm-hmm. And almost the whole time. Is it... There's nothing so to So is this it just right across from Metropolis? And that's that was weird. That was yeah, really dumb. In the, uh, that was Star Wars. Further apart. That was Star Wars dumb, where it's like they look up and they see right, the yeah. planet getting destroyed. They just needed that visual touchstone. And it's like, so it's like New York and New Jersey? Yeah. Or, it's like, it's like, I always thought it was like, it's like New York and Baltimore, you know? Like, it's, it's a distance. Did they ever say in the comics, or is it always just kind of ambiguous? Um, they're like, no, Metropolis uh, is north of Gotham, right? Yeah, like you can take okay. a train from like one to the other, but it's not like there you can see one from the it's other. It's like a three-hour trip, like by most. Yeah, and it's travel. like I think the all the regular cities still exist too. Like, yeah, there is a New York. Yeah, but there's also Wonder a Wonder Gotham is, and a Metropolis, which is dumb. <laughs> it's dumb if you're gonna have made-up cities. And this is another thing that hits on realism that was really bothering me watching Beavis. 
they went so out of their way to put real newscasters in that movie. Oh, that was odd. And it was just like, you've got made-up fucking cities. (laughs) There's nothing... Why is Anderson Cooper in made-up city-verse? It doesn't make People any sense. People just recognize that guy casts the news. That's uh, yeah, like, newscast. Like this is, it just seemed like a stupid idea, you know? Right. To try it because you can't realistically contextualize DC ever, <laughs> ever because they're made up cities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The made my, up cities thing lets you do something else, right? And so do that other thing. My idea of those cities was always that Gotham was New York, and Metropolis was just some like really shiny like Midwest city. Well, the Denny O'Neill thing is Metropolis is New York in the daytime, but Gotham is New York at night. Metropolis always had, well, I don't know. I'm going off of, again, the animated series now. They always had a like an ocean nearby for convenience. They all have oceans. Well, there's ports and stuff. Gotham yeah. has the, they're both port cities. But they're like, both East Coast New York port has cities. been like called Gotham. Goat am, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was like, well, that's New York. And because back in the day, it was not a nice place. And Just yeah, watch I guess the opening the, to Shaft and see what Times Square used to look like. Yeah, huh? maybe I, Metropolis would be Boston. I don't know. We just watched uh, Batteries Not Included. That place looked pretty rough. <laughs> yeah. Until those guys gentrified it and mm-hmm. cleaned it up, despite those aliens. <laughs> like, we're going to... real gonna, villain. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, that's my issues with Batman. Superman, I think, had the same issue that... There was much with, to Superman in this one. Yeah, exactly. The same issue from Man of Steel. They didn't really give him much. They weren't like, let's explore this character. It's like, well, we'll have him hop into a bathtub with Lois so we know that they're in love. Oh, I knew that was going to happen as soon as I saw her getting in the bathtub. I knew he was going to get in with Superman's his clothes gonna on. Get some action here. With, no, with his clothes on specifically, because that's just the kind of thing Superman would do. He doesn't what understand do do? clothes. Did you think he would do it? In his Clark Kent outfit or in his Superman outfit? I didn't even know. I just he doesn't care about wet clothes. He's Superman. He'll just spin around and dry off. And those <laughs> eggs even looked fake. He was making like fried eggs. Those eggs were fake. They looked super fake. Yes. Yeah. And that Superman, was really bothered me. Like, like, what? Those eggs don't look real. Huh. That's annoying. You think he could hard boil an egg with his heat vision? Yeah, why doesn't he just like on the pan? <laughs> Done. Well, yeah, yeah. You know, all the times he has to like take a car and use it fossil fuels and things That's like that. That's right. Like to do. Yeah. <laughs> So then they do have the one big scene where they blow up Polly Hunter and a whole bunch of people like in a, in the Capitol building. You're doing what you, you hate. Right. I, am doing <laughs> I actually like that scene. I thought that that could have led to something very... I mean, it's so late in the movie that you're like, if you have to wrap this up and clean this up, then that's, you know, like... that. It was weird. I liked that it was there, but then what they did with it, they didn't capitalize on it as well mm-hmm. as they could have because that could have yeah. totally turned the tide on so many things and changed it. But then it ends up just being... Oh, I, you know, I guess people knew the guy had the had a bomb in his chair. Right. And how would anyone out, know that it was yeah. that and that it wasn't right. actually Superman that blew up? Because that's what Luther wanted made it look like. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I thought, I thought, All the Luther motivations always I nebulous. Thought, um, he was just trying to get her out of the way. And I guess the rest of the Senate. Well, I think like, the big question there. was, like, Superman's seemingly all-powerful. Did he let it happen? I think that right. would have been... Yeah. Or did he make it happen? Well, even he questions himself. It's like, did I see that or did i right just miss it or was i not, not looking, looking. Yeah. well but yeah and you, the, the did i did he make it happen that's the obvious one but they wrote that out right away right with, by by specifically talking ex- about the wheelchair yeah, exactly which i'm like how would anyone know and did what know was like, that guy's motivation i thought he hated superman he did but oh do you think he didn't even know i think was the issue because luther gave him the chair no he didn't know about that and i don't think i think he thought that wayne had abandoned him too Bruce Wayne, because like I think Luther no, had been stealing the checks forever. And, and well, yeah, Luther was trying to send that message, but that guy clearly hated Superman and was there, I think, just to like testify against him. Certainly, 
And Luther rigged his chair without him knowing. I know, but I think this, I think this is a long con where, where Luther had been working on it for a while to make it look, you know, to make it seem like Bruce Wayne had abandoned them and Batman or, and uh, Superman had destroyed his life, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm-hmm. So he's abandoned by everyone. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It's not clear. It but plays, I, but that was uh, the, my interpretation was that the guy was really like a diehard. Like I'm going to commit su- I'm a suicide bomber situation. I, I didn't interpret. But, but you're right. Your angle makes sense too. That it could have been the Luther intercepted the checks and you killed their oh, family. He even says that. that at the end. He's he like, does all say that. Took was some red marker. And, well, yeah, he definitely know. did it. But mm-hmm. I mean, like, but that's left the other guy know. Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't think he knew. And did, that's why Luther is obviously not there because yeah. he's like, yeah, he looks surprised. Problem. With the bomb was blowing. <laughs> <Maybe. laughs> I don't Maybe. think you could be real calm in that situation. Old Scoot McNeary. Like, yeah, I know I'm blowing up. Oh, he was going to halt and catch fire, huh? <laughs> oh, shit. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, like I said, it's just so dense of stuff. So, I mean, back to the. So, the only other thing I can think of to say about Batman or about Bruce Wayne in this that I do like. Is I like the glass house. It sounds like dumb. It's, it's, like a, it's like a credit card commercial. It sounds stupid and petty, but you know. So he wakes up and he's casting a lot of stones for that glass house. There's there's, yeah. there's some there's some some broad turned over that we never see just to mm. convey. Oh, what a cad! Yeah, and he, he you know he's got a bottles of whatever and he just sips at him mm-hmm. like because he's a tortured drunk, I guess, but he's still Batman, so none of that gels. Mm-hmm. And then he has his little reflective moment looking out at the lake with the steam and everything. He's a tortured drunk who takes really good care of himself. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and, and the idea that like he has to sort of drive from his new house past the old house every time he goes anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. Something about that to me seemed like it was different. That was, that was like, okay, you're doing something different. And that worked for me, especially, you said, if it's, as an older Batman. Like, we don't know if the house, he just never took care of it and and built that house when he was 20 or if he made a go of being the Batman we know with the manor and then stuff happened with the Heath Ledger Joker and I definitely feel like uh, (laughs) that was that like in the Dark Knight Returns doesn't his like identity get out at the end at the Um, very end I thought like one of the reasons he retired was because they like people figured out who he was kind of thing. Somebody might have. There was something. There was some agreement that that came out came mm-hmm. about, it, and they don't really get into it in the Dark Knight Returns. And you kind of, I guess, get information that Luther pulling the strings <clears throat> was certainly involved in stuff. And when you watch uh, or when you read uh, Dark Knight Strikes Back, which I still argue is actually pretty good. <laughs> Maybe it doesn't look as good. It's not the original, it's and the original bright. the original ends in is its own thing, and so you could kind of just be like, "I'm done. That's good." But mm-hmm. Dark Knight Strikes Back is okay too. Sure. Um, what about uh, Wonder Woman? I was awesome. just gonna say she was rad. Yeah, I, I really liked her too. But what did you like about her? Let's get into it because uh, uh, I like that she was kind of like not. I mean, she definitely like took no crap, but at the same time, like her. The way that she fought was kind of like gleeful. Yeah, she was Joyous. like she was clearly a warrior. She had no problem jumping in there, and it seemed like at some times was the only one fighting Doomsday. Oh, absolutely! Yeah. And she just seemed like she was like, "Wow, she kick ass!" Like a bit OP, I think. I mean, it's one thing she has a shield, right? Mm-hmm. 
But she deflects Super Doomsday weapon thing and saves Batman, which I'm fine with. But she does it with her gauntlets. Yeah, because those are magical. Well, they're, everything's magical. That's the, the big well, tough... I mean, that's in the her tough... lore, those are, like, right. they can deflect anything. But the shield would have made more sense to me. I don't yeah, know why it bothered her me. shield, like... I think this shield is, is just point. a shield. I think this is the sticking point. We'll come to blows over the <laughs> shield gauntlet. No. Um, anyway, yeah. Not a, we'll, we'll get into that character later because we'll see. But when you introduce a character that's a god, literally, mm-hmm. magic and all that, it's, well, what can she do? Oh, her sword's powerful enough and she's powerful enough to cut Doomsday's arm off. But he grows it back, so it's not a big deal. Wait, back a spike. Yeah. Which is interesting, too, because they're like, well, what can pierce the Kryptonian? We need the spirit. It's like, well, the Sheriff's sword can apparently do it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so so the, figuring out and sorting out weaknesses and everything else for her, I think as a character, she was okay. I, I, there's no mystery there but for the audience but there wouldn't be anyway I guess uh, you, know, so I, you know that's Wonder Woman as soon as you see her for the no, first time we knew that but I I definitely talked to like a number of people who aren't like comic book nerds who didn't know that that was Wonder Woman so that mystery played for them I guess yeah okay. they're hmm. just like well who is this woman and then like she turns out to be Wonder Woman because right. they didn't see all the trailers and they don't follow no, it as well no, but that's okay and yeah I mean she is clearly like very smart and very capable and she's like why did you bring him back here you know kind of thing and mm-hmm. it was like okay like i've got when she sees it on tv she's like Ugh, okay i have to go clean up kind of thing and she's been around for so long and she's even like abandoned the world of men and so it's like it's very intriguing to who this person is and why she's back and what she's doing and clearly she can kick a lot of ass um so yeah, I, it got me more excited for her. Solo. World War One, yeah, with the World War One thing, like yeah, and, you know she's killed a few people. Oh yeah, well Wonder Woman has killed people in the comics, so it's not like a thing with her. Mm-hmm. And but, she, she got no problem with it. Yeah, because she's she's a warrior. She uses a sword, so it's like it's not like Ninja Turtles where it's like, well, we got these ninja weapons, but you know we'll yeah. use sausages and stuff. Instead. But Superman uses heat vision. I mean. That, yeah, is, that is the ultimate form of sword. But the thing is, he's, it wasn't like he eyes. chose to have it. It's just <laughs> sure, a, sure. an ability of his. He's <laughs> like, I'm going to quit my laser vision today. <laughs> what about that kick-ass Wonder Woman theme, though? A little, uh, little, I thought that uh, was just LP, general, like, LP at XL that was weird. or whatever. Yeah. That, I felt, that felt, felt a lot like an episode of Arrow. I thought the guitars were pretty cool. It was just like, okay, this is like kick-ass time. Like, Right, that's... It's dumb. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna I, pretend. I, I'm not gonna pretend your opinion thought, is valid. So I actually thought that was dumb too. No, but, but, because but, you knew that she was gonna go in there and start just like sure. But give her up. give her a theme that, that fits. This isn't that was called not, the Conqueror. That like her, there's no power core. That wasn't her theme. That was just the theme when there was that, an action. That was the Wonder Woman theme. They only used that when they introduced her. No, that was, they, they never used it. That was because like that was the, the Doomsday fight theme. It wasn't like her theme specifically. Were they using that before they introduced her in the Doomsday I fight? Know. I don't think they were. I the think Doomsday, as soon as they the, reveal her, no, they, the they, Doomsday that, fight that didn't start until she showed up. Well, no, it did because Batman, yeah, Batman was drawing Doomsday away, and then yeah, he but gets that's fucked. not a fight. That's just him drawing oh, him away. Okay, fine, we'll give you that. If that's not, if that's the Doomsday theme, that's okay. when all three of them get into it. Right, and but they're like, okay, but, it's us three. I want. I want. Wonder Woman deserves a, a better theme. I think than she'll that. have a different theme. Like honestly, like I, I think so. when we Probably see the Wonder fruits. Woman movie, it's not going to be like squealing guitars and like. Right, it won't be called the Conqueror. 
<laughs> don't don't talk down about Cold Soccer. It's <laughs> a damn fine movie. With the power cord soundtrack? The slow motion axe fight in the, water. Like, like soundtrack by Puddle of Mud. Uh-huh. She's going to be the the DC Thor, essentially, I think is what's going to happen. Was the god? Yeah, that would fit. Mm-hmm. She's pretty sweet. What's Cyborg going to be, though, man? Just ugh. really boring because he's a hacker and be... he's a robot guy? Like he's going to be different. I don't think we've seen anyone like him. That, mm, so brutal. I don't, mm, that made me feel squeamish. With the T two guy. Yeah. T two. I can't. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. I can't. Don't think I can. Yeah. Yeah. That guy. That guy. That guy's good though. I. I. If that's. I think if they're drawing it all from whatever, and who knows? Because DC's about to reinvent itself by pulling from its old stuff with Rebirth here pretty soon. Of course. Why not? <sighs> um. I think that's his son. Yeah, that was yeah, that's the that's, idea. I don't yeah. know that the they conveyed that. Talking about yeah, the actual, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, that's, that's Which is, his origin it, story. It, yeah, it's kind of the hokey, like, he's a like, all-star quarterback, blah, right. blah, blah. Who Which cares? is kind of like... It should make him more of a leader, actually. Well, but they don't think they can make him So he's that. black, so of course he's an athlete. <laughs> so I was like, always had that sort of issue. It's like, okay, the dad's the, like the super genius scientist. Fine, but like the dad, the son's like, you never come see my football games, and right. that's all that's really important to me. And it's like, okay, pretty dumb. Yeah, I but, mean, but but uh, you but you can you can turn that because he's the quarterback, right? He should be the leader of the Justice League. Then he kind of is because well, he knows the tech stuff. But then you don't have anything for Batman to do. Right? Martian Manhunter, right? So he's like the coordinator guy. But he doesn't have telepathy. You but can't he like tracks everything, him. and so like he controls their communications you through can't, like technology. And you can't own him with a match, right? Yeah, right. Can we go back to what's a uh, Wonder Woman real quick? Yeah, only if it's theme related. It is theme related. No, <laughs> I mean like musical theme. No, whatever. oh no, uh, no. I was really skeptical when they announced Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman at first. It, Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. Oh, yeah, because, me too, because it was like she was this wafer-thin right. model person. Right, I, thought, I thought that was really stupid. Yeah. She's really bad in Fast and Furious. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about this later. <laughs> but no, but she, I, I am I am really sick of the, the super-thin wafish superheroes who also have, happen to have superpowers. That really bothers me. The fact that they beefed her up as much as they could, because, you know, she is... Stickly in a lot of ways, but I, I thought I thought that was good. I just wanted to c- touch on that real quick. I was surprised actually when at the end when they're like hauling Superman's body out of there, like she's standing there with Batman, and she actually looks fairly imposing. Like she's really tall, pretty toned. And you didn't get, and there wasn't anything about the way she moved that was like, oh, this is just a model being a superhero. Right. That was that's exactly what I mean. Mm-hmm. Is that and who knows how much of it was just movie magic, but the character worked. And with her, I felt like that was the only time that Zack Snyder really, like, let loose a little bit with his style. Like, that's where I felt like he was more in an element. I saw, like, that 300. When she does that leap, and it does that crazy, like, camera angle, or it seems like she jumps a mile. Yeah. It's like, okay, that's, that was the one moment I was like, that's Snyder. Like, (laughs) that's him all over. This is a Snyder visual that I came in expecting to see. And I, what I ended up seeing was a lot of, like, Bay-type stuff. And I was like, oh, well, yeah. that's disappointing. I wanted to see, like, Watchmen 300 kind of stuff. And that's when they have one of them do that. I was like, okay, seeing that here. 
And maybe it's, he just doesn't know how to do with anybody that doesn't swing a sword. I don't know. It could be. <laughs> or it just it doesn't fit for certain things. He was also trying to be understated you know, for him. And it's, I mean, with the opening, even, it's like the credit sequence is very, you know, just, it's very, the title is even very matter of fact. It's offset. Mm-hmm. Like right. white font, very, uh, it doesn't like blast out at you, you know, mm-hmm. or anything. Um, so I don't know. It's but possible. It's like if you're going to have Snyder direct a movie, you do it because of his visual style. Like, why else? It's not like he's an amazing storyteller or he's just really gets the most out of actors emotionally. It's like, no, because he has this crazy visual style that's like really fun to watch. I don't know. I feel like every subsequent Jack, Zack Snyder, I almost called him Jack Snyder. Zack Snyder movie is like, is someone saying, okay, now try it again without so much contrast <laughs> every single time. And he finally got it right. Not, I mean, he got that right. The not having so much contrast. Not so much contrast. It's not. I I honestly think with Batman, you need a lot of contrast. You, Mm, I think you can work with mostly dark. Well, that's what I mean. Like the darks are real dark, and the lights. So like every time you step into light, it's just light and shadow. Like that's it. I'm okay with just dark tones. (laughs) No, because I think some of the most dramatic Batman moments are when it's just like. He steps out of a shadow into a light, and it's just like you don't see his face; you just see silhouette, kind of thing. Stark, it's like mm-hmm. that Samurai Jack ninja fight. I don't know. I, I I don't like that extreme contrast stuff. I think if he had done the extreme contrast with Batman, and then had like more of a, a light, kind of lots of mid tones look at Superman. I don't know. I feel like. Nice contrasting visual elements. You can have a striking style, but that that style is assaulting. But they never it just hurts to look at. They never do that with Batman, though. It's like oh, you can always see like the pine tar around his eyes, and you can always <laughs> see his like face and his dumb expressions. And it's like you never see that in the comics. And he never scowls either. That's what an issue I had with Affleck as Batman. He's always kind of had this uh, bewildered look on his face, like what's going on? Well, that's Affleck. Just like huh. <laughs> <laughs> and like when he sees Superman he's just like what's that it's just like what? and even when he's stuck in the car he's like oh shit and it's like he does the villain hey, cover your face thing even though you're going to be completely destroyed mm-hmm. I thought he was like a, like an Indiana Jones Nazi yeah. or something and wouldn't the uh, the bat wing have an ejector seat I would think that like they should have had him just pop out of there but and then Wonder, Wonder Woman can't save no, him he she would have come down. It would have been like at the same time. He nope. pops out. She drops in. They 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 got the letter on high. Like, <laughs> look, like the studio. Executive. I don't. I don't think the studio execs are like. Look, Wonder Woman has so. to save Batman in this movie. <sighs> no, we they, introduce they her they all, by saving Batman. They all save. It's each a rock other. paper scissors thing. Yeah, that's it. Here's a okay. Here's what. <laughs> oh, you dragged me back into this. <laughs> Batman can't lose ever, ever. Well, he does lose in he does lose in a pretty major uh, Greg Rucker written Wonder Woman story. Sure, right. Mm-hmm. But he can't. But the, where he has to, you know, beg the princess and well, all that. Well, that's because that's the the Greek lore that yeah. he knows that like in order to break that, that's what he has to do. Well, sure. Yeah. No, but see, B- Batman can't lose, but he can accept help. Sure. That's the difference. He could not lose against Superman, but he could accept help from Wonder Woman. Right. Period. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, that's, Wonder, that's the only way that fight could have gone. Wonder Woman has to be like an equal earlier. member and forced to be reckoned with as the other two. But they're all different still. I mean, I don't know. I think ultimately, yeah, it's a, it's a 
we're at where we're at, man. So let's just do the star rating on this thing and see if there's any other bat and cleanup final thoughts. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what comes next. Um, I mean, I think it's one of those movies. Oh, one thing I wanted to do because everyone looks at the ratings for this and it's at currently at 29%. So I just want to ask you real quick. Don't do it. No, I'm going to ask you. Which was better? Daredevil or this? The original Daredevil movie. The original Daredevil movie? With Affleck. I didn't watch all of the original Daredevil movie. And I was it was way before, and I don't think they had honed s- stuff. But I don't know the, the, the Affleck thing. I, I'm not a huge actor person, so... I mean, I'm well, giving you a lot like of caveats. It's, it's merits as a movie. I'm giving you a lot of caveats on that. The parts I've seen, remember seeing from Daredevil I thought were interesting. The idea that he had to sleep in that hyperbaric chamber or whatever, mm. that desensitizing chamber did kind of convey an aspect of, like, the struggle of having those powers or whatever. Sure. But, and then there was some stuff with Favs, you know, seemed kind of, like, jokey and funny, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I probably, if I were going to say, I've heard that there's, like, a different cut, too, that, like, conveys a couple other things and gets a few things mm-hmm. cleared out. Yeah. But Bullseye! I, <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. Bullseye's like, always cheesy. making his head or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was before they really had superhero movies dialed in a little better. So, I don't know... The only th- comparison would be the actor. That's the only thing. That well, could- it's just it's another movie, and Daredevil is pretty universally panned, right? And it got a higher score. And I would definitely recommend Batman vs Superman over Daredevil, like at any day. Like, Which was longer? Well, Batman vs Superman is longer. That's true. But I feel like even One though there is so much wrong with this movie and so much like broken. Like, it, I still enjoyed it somehow, and it was still fun to watch. It's got elements of that. I mean, because it's, once again, it's it's still got pieces that, that are enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And then they know how to do the pieces so they can assemble a trailer so they can draw the people in and get their freaking money. And that's all it comes down to. If you get yeah. your five trailer moments, boom. Ah, oh, he's dragging a wheel. He's going to build a new Batmobile. <laughs> no, he's not going to build a new Batmobile. Could have okay. a more high-tech way of getting wheels from place to place. you got to roll them. Not if nothing's turned on yet, because everything's falling apart. You can still roll a wheel. You don't have to drag it by rope. What if Superman's destroyed everything? What if what if he has to drag it through a space that's only tall enough for him to drag it? He can't roll it. <laughs> Never, yeah, it's a, it wasn't tall enough. A really contrived situation <laughs> where he can't roll a wheel. I've got this really low corridor. And the garage is over here. What are you going to do? I can't roll the wheel. actually take too much time. I try to avoid reviews. Of, no, you don't. And I do. Oh. And I don't, I, think so. I don't ever look at Rotten Tomatoes. Not oh. not, as, not as a practical. Oh, okay. You try not, to avoid looking at reviews. Okay. Not as a not as a like uh, a statement. I just don't look at it, and I don't because one. I mean, from what I know about it, it's kind of a kind of a screwed up statistic. It yeah. is because a lot of those reviews were not like that bad. They were just like, oh yeah, well, you know, there's a lot that I didn't like. If everybody gives it a 48, like, then it's going to get bad, yeah. Well, that's the thing is that it, a lot of the reviews were like on the fence kind of thing and maybe like on the fence leaning negative so it gets a negative review right. where it's kind of more in the middle and you get a lot of those and it drives the review way down. But I thought that was just a big deal because ultimately it's the reviews and the audience uh how the audience accepts this movie that's going to dictate whether we get more of them or whether they're going to reboot it right away well they made a bunch of money so they're going to keep going it's the same as man of steel it's the same exactly. <laughs> man of steel was better than this this was 
Wait, what? Yeah, Man of Steel was better than this. Man of Steel did a Superman movie. It got ahead of itself in places. It was inelegant in places, but at least it was by being one character, it was still able to be more focused in that sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just they need to slow down. Yeah, they need to slow down, and, and they didn't. But and they're in such a rush to get to the Justice League. They want to get they want to get Avengers mm-hmm. as quick as can mm-hmm. because Avengers made a lot of money. And so we're going to get our Avengers. Warner's just like, we want our goddamn Avengers with these characters' licenses that we own. That's yeah. not... Avengers was good, too. The first one was. I didn't, did not care for the second, second one. second one was wheel spinning, man. The second one was yeah. fine. And it was kind of dumb. They had this villain that was not imposing at all, even though they kept saying, he's really imposing. And he's like, beat him every time you see him. But James Spader. Yeah, well, that was just an excuse to have another Iron Man. I'm on, another, I'm, on, uh, I'm on record with another saying... Another Robert Downey Jr. Like, let's have two snarky assholes. I'm on record as saying that, that Ultron was not scary. No. He wasn't. He was funny. Yeah, and but the thing is, they kept saying he was scary. Yeah. And why doesn't Tony Stark ever, like, get any blowback for creating these things that could potentially, like, end the world? Civil War. Yeah, and uh, it's going to take him doing it, like, several times before... And he's not even... They're, they're not coming after him. He's going to be coming after Captain America. That's the way it always works. People make a mistake and they go after everyone else. <laughs> yeah. That's real world. <laughs> yep. And yeah, the uncanny superhero valley continues. <laughs> and what do we think about Apocalypse? I don't know. That the, looks dumb. Yeah. My the, God. Uh, the last thing I, I want to say <laughs> about Superman Batman is that while there were so many like broken things and whatnot... I am actually thankful that they didn't just ape the Marvel formula and be like, well, let's just do it the way they do it. And they actually took some chances, some risks, and tried some new things. And I think presented a movie that is unlike any other movie I've seen. From a superhero kind of movie. Yeah. Maybe any other movie. Like, I don't know any other movie that's like this. It's true. They are sort of, it's sort of becoming a hodgepodge genre at this point when you do start seeing room to experiment and try different things or just be really dark or be break the camera a genre hodgepodge genre hodgepodge <laughs> onomatopoeia mm-hmm. so where do you land well like i said i am excited to see what's coming next i'm ex- especially excited for the solo movies not caring that much about a justice league he wants a star rating. Hmm? He wants a star give rating. Your, give me oh. your star rating. <laughs> What's our, how many stars can we give it? Can I give it's it? always out of five. Out of you five? Can give it halves. I would probably put this just right in the middle. Just like everyone else. Just two and a half out of five. Two and a half to three. Somewhere in there. Because... 2.75 then. I would, I would <laughs> we definitely... Which we, we can do. I we would, don't do quarters. I would recommend seeing it. Just because, like, it is interesting and there is a lot to like. But that being said, I can't say definitively. Would you that buy it's it a... on Blu-ray, the Ultimate Edition? Well, I, haven't, I haven't bought any movie on Blu-ray. I might if there's actually if they put enough into it that explains all the stupid things. Because who knows? Maybe they could stretch it out into like a three and a half hour movie, and it oh, like gives us God. everything that we complained about. Or like finally character development. Oh, and this explains that stupid thing that happened, and and it now it's rated R, which is better for some reason because Deadpool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, if it does all those things, I would definitely watch it again on Blu-ray. So you're as it was, I did see it twice. Oh. Mm-hmm. 
Wow. <laughs> I liked it. I give it a solid four. Four out of five? Yeah, I give it a four out of five. Yeah. I liked that movie. I went in with... I knew it was gonna. I knew it was gonna happen. You knew what it was gonna be. I knew it wasn't gonna be good, but it looked rad, and it was rad. There were some really awesome fights. Batman beat the shit out of a lot of people, and he beat the shit out of Superman, which was what I wanted anyway. It's funny we didn't even really talk about that fight. I wanted to. I tried, <laughs> tried to keep my goddamn mouth shut the whole time. <laughs> well, that's why we have you on here, so that you can keep your mouth shut. That's yeah. why. <laughs> that is the point of podcast. I'm the loudest one, so I have to. I have to be. Quiet. It's a contrast. Okay. Yeah, contrast. Just real quick, what did you think of that fight? It was fucking rad. It was amazing. Why? Because I like seeing Batman beat the shit out of Superman. I like it's <laughs> it, that's the whole point. Is that you and that and I mean and they're not even they're not even subtle about that. About that's a man taking on a god. That's the whole point. That you, that's fear. I like mm. it. you know that you you can't be brave. You don't even know how to be brave because you've never <laughs> it's felt like an fear. Angus. With George C. Scott telling how, <laughs> how Angus is Superman really here. No, if he can't be hurt, then you right. Know. Yeah, no, that's true. That, that's a good point. Um, but I do think that, like Superman, like they got around it by having Superman say, like, "Well, if I wanted to, you'd be dead already," kind of thing. They could have, but he didn't. Mm-hmm. And Batman I think took he... advantage of every single opportunity. <laughs> yeah. But they could have had Batman like study and do more than just show up in a suit. Well, they should. Kryptonite spear, which for whatever reason he leaves in one spot. Like we're gonna end the fight here. Sure. It's like, well, why not just like have a knife gauntlet or something and just like knife him real good right away. It's allegorical to Superman killing, or you know, uh, Saint was it Saint Peter? No, damn it, I forgot. Dragon. Yeah. It wasn't even Saint like, George. Saint George and the Dragon. It wasn't even like he was. It's like his the most plan. common repeated one. It wasn't even like his plan was to kill Superman. It was to first beat the crap out of him and then kill him. Yeah, you have to humiliate the god. You have to show the god <laughs> that he's vulnerable first. That's that's all. I mean, like, if you're planning to kill him, then what does it matter? It, it matters because he knows that he's been beaten. Yeah, but he's dark knight in the next and, 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 and because okay, because it's a, it's a fight from the Dark Knight, and the whole point is that he's not trying to kill Superman. He's trying to show him what it's like to be beaten by but someone. He's also planning to kill him. He is planning to kill him. Yeah, in this one, he's planning to kill him. But that, but but they, they they borrowed so much from the Dark Knight. Oh Returns. yeah, no doubt. But but then I think they actually lessened it by like having him like okay, now that I beat the crap out of you. No, I'm going to kill you. It's like, well, if, if that was your goal, yeah, you I'll, could have done that right away. I'm with you on that one. Mm-hmm. It was like, still a good fight, though. One gas grenade like and fight. then a good knife. Kryptonite knife and then fight sure. over. Yeah. I'm with you there. <laughs> it was stupid to try to have him kill him in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he it, just like humbled him and then he's like, I need your help kind of thing. And right. he's like, okay, well, as long as you remember this, I don't know, make me come back here kind right. of thing. <laughs> But I thought it could have gone on longer because that was, it was the title of the movie. Yeah, they, they, I mean, they should have made the Kryptonite grenades last longer, too. That was, I, we talked about that earlier. That was dumb. That's really dumb to have it wear off so quickly. And no one, no one knew for sure what that stuff was going to do to him. Sure, no, I mean... Until, <laughs> until they got, if you really want to talk about that, like, this is stuff that's from the old ship, maybe it'll do something. Well, no, they showed early on, there's like, look how it degenerates. The oh, you know what they did. Okay, yeah. to and their then, credit, they did actually... And then Batman that stole part. the thumb drive. I forgot that part. Right. The, the and, super thumb drive with the screen on it. Right. Which it, is how I want. I, I really actually want thumb drives to have screens on. That would be pretty, pretty cool. cool. Except you're just plugging it into something. Probably already got a screen. Yeah, but the, back in the day, I got this is off topic. Back in the day, I had a thumb drive that was also an MP3 player, and it had a little screen on it and buttons. I want all thumb drives to be like that. 
had an iPod that was basically that. Yeah, no, but it's not a thumb drive. It was pretty small. But it's not a thumb drive. <laughs> it was about as big as that thing that Bruce Wayne had. However, <laughs> the core function wasn't a thumb drive. I can't say for certain that the core function of that thing was a thumb drive. You can't, but I can tell you. <laughs> four. Mm, four. Four out of five. Four. Two and a half. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to up mine to three, I think. Three? Go solid three. Someone's four. phone is ringing, I believe. Uh-oh. It's mine. Is it ringing? No, it's vibrating. I'm glad I took you up to... I'm glad I dragged you up to my level. <laughs> or closer, anyway. Yeah. Solid two. Oof. It's a poop joke again. <laughs> I wish, huh? <laughs> yeah, it just... Um, I don't know. There were things about it that, that, that stuck with me. The glass house. That, that's so strange out of that's all the, the that things. That is the weirdest thing. It, yeah. it is weird, but it, but it's the one moment when you get like, I've been doing this for a really long what time, and it, he's just looking out at the mist. That, what if it were just a house? With like a like a balcony or patio that you stepped out onto to look at the mist on the. Lake. No, because no, the thing about it is, it's like it's very modern. It's very removed and cold. It's 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 just it's just <laughs> strange to me. Something about it just struck me as like that's different, and that's that's sort of maybe telling about this being sort of a different character. I think it was up. sort of like foreshadowing, like aged him up. I don't think it mean. I don't, I, I literally think it's a purely superficial choice, <laughs> but it, but did, for the it didn't even occur to me that it was his house. I thought that was a boathouse. He just kept going to because Alfred kept kicking him out of the big, house. the big house, the big house is in shambles. I didn't know that until see, I didn't, I didn't watch the trailers. I didn't actually see well, the big house in shambles. Buy it and, they go back to it a couple yeah, they, times. He stands it. There's another moment. But that seems really small for Wayne Manor, and so I kept thinking that was just no, that some... Was, that house is huge. That's his, like, his woman bedding house. <laughs> well, but the, the little... Yeah, it's not a manor. He doesn't have a manor anymore. Again, I, again, I just thought that was some... There's a lot, there's in, a lot yes. in Gotham that's a mystery. It's all decimated and Joker is written then everywhere. What did you think about his back cave? Because it was kind of like... It was a newer thing. I had, had no like, problem a, with that the modern cave. sort of glass everywhere. Were, were there any bats in it? I think so. I think so, but, but yeah, it was I didn't see any it bats. was it was pr- pr- practicable. I think that entry tr- entry was dumb with like it's it's little in, in the lake. <laughs> You're gonna get so much water in there every time. But the way <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> was great. Because the Batmobile was all beat up. Oh, that was stupid. Now I'm going back. Dumb. I'm going down to three now because I forgot about that Batmobile scene. That, that was, one thing. That was stupid. No, I'm, I'm saying it four. Didn't obviously, like the Batmobiles. Oh, him jumping through the lake. Yeah, when he, no, the whole like just driving that beat up Batmobile looks so so stupid. It, it, was, it was supposed to be beat up. Yeah. I forgot all these stupid scenes. Yeah, they had, a lot of stupid and scenes. and if you think about it though, it's not they're not leaving Zorro at the beginning. They're leaving Excalibur, right? Lady in the Lake, Batcave in the Lake. I think that they were going for. I think Goyer, mm-hmm. Goyer, who's definitely not yeah. a hack, <laughs> um, was was probably trying to hit on all this stuff. The other moment, like I said, I think Affleck did a good job as Bruce Wayne. I think I think, I think he did. An, uh, is is the they are at the manor, him and Alfred, and they have their conversation when he's about to go and do what he's gonna, you know get into the fight and change everything, and then it's just you know he walks out the door and it's your searcher shot. And you just sort of see the back of Wayne, and he's sort of in the tall grass outside of the manor, and he just sort of mm-hmm. looks up for a moment. And you're like, 
it kind of hits that it's like a real guy in this context. And mm. I think that's maybe what I th- liked about that scene with him in the house or that shot. It's literally like two shots. Mm. Once again, just like with Man of Steel, you get five seconds of like, oh, they got Superman right for five seconds. And it's like, oh, they got like, they brought something to the Bruce Wayne character. It, yeah, in two it scenes for like, like one two seconds each. Yeah, and then he ran his hands to the grass and thought about his dead yeah, wife. Yeah, and yeah, something like that right yep I think just I mean so that's why I give it a 2 I don't know it's hard to give a movie such a bad review because there's so much to talk about and you remember so much of it and it's so we're bringing a lot of that from 75 year history of the characters but still like the fact that there's so much if it were just a bad movie you're like well that sucked and you'd move on I don't know. I didn't know. I don't know a lot about that. I don't know nearly as much as you guys do, and I liked it. I thought it was a good movie. Yeah, I don't have a PhD in Batmanology, but I'm, I'm close to a master. Yeah, so. I was gonna say. Um, you know, the, the the title is Master Wayne, and if you get that PhD, no, that's nice. <laughs> I like that. Um, no, uh, people were one uh, of the ombudsman was thinking I was gonna be bringing a lot of rage to this, and I uh, when I finished watching it, I just kind of feel like I think maybe I'm I'm becoming the elder elder statesman of these things because. Yeah, I can talk about it because I like talking about it, and that's what we're doing here. Oh, um, shit. That's what we're doing? Yeah, apparently. <laughs> this is a microphone. But I don't know that I have a lot of uh, like ranting ire necessarily to bring. Maybe I brought more than I thought. Maybe I let it marinate for a while and I was uh, and all that. But, but really, I'm almost at the point now where I'm just, I'm fairly, like with Prometheus and a few of these other movies, I, I'm just more like an old parent or something. Like, I'm just very disappointed in you. No, Prometheus was bad. I'm just disappointed mm. that they did that. Still, you know? like, and yeah, that, is, that means it's bad. But you're right. You, you put a lot of they put a lot of energy into it. You got to give them credit for making a movie. But but like the fact that it doesn't just leave you right away. Because oh, sure. I've seen a lot of bad movies where like I walk out too. and mm-hmm. I just like I can't Sticks remember much that happened. I don't really care. I just stop thinking about it right away. And it could just be that I am like such a fan of these characters. But like I kept thinking about it and I kept like. Huh, did I like you really question like did I like that or was that how do I feel about it because it leaves you kind of conflicted you're like I don't know how I felt about that it and that's what I mean when I say like it's not quite like anything I've ever seen before and that's why I would recommend to people that they see it because it is hard to explain and right I give you that that, that inscrutable quality of dealing with these storied characters that are like the new mythos for us and so we do bring a lot of ourselves into them and so we we see things there that, the that connect to us yeah exactly mm-hmm. um, Kirby. and that's kind of where it, where it ends i think yeah you're right it's i i agree with you on that um i don't know if someone doesn't give a shit about superheroes i would recommend that they see it. i'm not gonna tell my mom to go see it I, mean, my mom to go see I would it. be hesitant maybe even to tell my brother i think he might get something out of it but he might just say oh, it was stupid well I don't know I think people who are not necessarily big fans of it would take away the same thing that Tyler got out of it where it's just like it's a fun movie where these guys beat each other up There's, I mean it made a lot of money and I think it was, there was a crowd pleasing angle in some respects uh, that might just be because people know those names and blah 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 it's big and it's blockbuster and, and they just want to see two guys beat each other yeah. up that's what I like yeah yeah but I mean, I'm not gonna let Tyler sell himself short over here. This guy, this guy's working on a on a baccalaureate degree on in Batmanology over here. <laughs> I would say I've been helping with that, you know, saying you should read this and check this out. 
So, uh, you know, you probably anybody would... more about him than, like, the average like person. Like, 80%, 85% yeah, of the people. But it's, mm-hmm. like, always, you know, it's always a sliding scale and relative on this stuff. I mean, people might think I'm, like, knowledgeable about anime, but I don't know a goddamn thing compared to people that really know anime. You, know? you don't mm-hmm. want to talk to those people. I don't, <laughs> actually, more often than not. You can talk to comic book nerds a lot easier than you can talk to anime nerds. I think on some <laughs> level that's true, because, well... I don't know. It depends. I think because you've got superhero comic book nerds, and then you've got comic book nerds where it's blown apart, just like with anime, where it's blown apart. Sure, absolutely. I mean, if you talk to an anime nerd that's like into like the action animes, then that's probably just as easy as talking to a superhero comic. Book if if you're into the stuff, you know, because anime is a bunch of bunch of genres, a bunch of meat things, and super, comic books is too. Sure. They're both just sure. delivery mediums for all kinds of stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. That's that. 